The pop, the pop, yeah, pop, you pop, pop. my car. Uh, oh, God. Ah, you dingus. Drove me into a tree. That's, that's right. I said drove. Oh, we're on in this other team. What? I know people wanted to hear me talk about playing Hardline. Yeah, I've got to turn you back. Like we'll, we'll get that. We'll I, get don't that think, in a little I don't think my um, Skype recorder works with the new update. Uh oh. Oh, can't no. What new uh, update? Yeah. The Skype update, you mean? Yeah. No, they've they've not they've not blocked anything since they did it back off. You know, and then when we'll, well, we'll I can't take see it. it. When I launch I'm up not... Skype, it all launches automatically, and it's usually in the system preferences. I can't see it. So why is it not I there? Can't, I can't see your computer. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is going on? Don't, don't try and be funny. You're not funny. I'm the funny one. Go, Go away. Stop <laughs> shooting me. Uh, anyway. Neil's going to have to step down. How did I get killed? Mm. That's get what killed? happens when you play games like that. You get shot in the head. And I don't think I got shot in the My head. My game center name shot. is Chitty Wrecker. Home them bastards. <sighs> oh, good game. Oh, I feel all at sixes and sevens. I can't be doing with all my tabs being in the wrong place. I don't even know what's happening. What's going on? Oh, I'm all confused. I feel like an old man with dementia. You sound like somebody who's losing their mind. I know. I've lost my mind. My marbles are everywhere. They're all over this room I'm sat in. Hello. Is there anybody in there? <laughs> that was weird. Can hear me? Is there? Uh, right. Are we are we getting going as so much? Totally ready to get going. I'm totally oh, I ready to record the show. So. Oh no, Duke. Can you do a backup? Um, I can do a backup. I will do a backup. You do a backup. But anyway, in in addition, anyway, we've always got the Twitch to uh, rely yeah, back that's on. Yeah, right. I don't need to record a backup. We got Twitch. Should what I... if Twitch goes oh. down? Oh, well, then we're screwed. Oh, what if my backup goes down? Then what we're if screwed. the internet goes down? Here, then we're screwed. Record. Talk. <laughs> we're all screwed. I'm Hello, talking. I'm recording the thing. Okay. Right. Are we ready? All right. Is hang on. Wait. Here. Clear. Are we ready? Dingus. What's going on? All right, we're recording the backup here. Hide that program. All right, we're ready? Chinny, you ready? What's going on, you great galah? Chinny, are you ready? Uh, yes. Stu, are you ready? I'm always ready. Yo, to the veteran gamers. Juju, Chinny, and the fellas will tell you about every single game that you're playing this week. News, reviews, and an indie pick. The interesting thing about that is It's the veteran gamers It's the veteran gamers It's the veteran gamers You require a three-bedroom bisexual house share in Walthamstow, is that correct? That counts a lot before you have to press repeat it's free to join apart from the one-off joining fee of 40 pounds and then the monthly payments at 42 pounds a month for the first month and then it's 18 pounds for one month and then 43 payments of 92 pounds for the next 367 months hello and welcome to show 271 
of the Veteran Gamers Podcast. Yay, 271, we're going to have some fun! I'm Duke. I'm Stu. And I'm Chinny. Jesus Christ. Do you know, you'd think Yay. one week you'd get it right, wouldn't you? got we? it right. Never mind. Kind okay. of. Hey, kind of. it's sort of story time. I'm going to start this week. My favorite time. It's story time. Story, story, story time. The Duchess and I went over to our neighbor's house for brunch today. And during that brunch, roller skating came up because they were going to take their kids roller skating. They're probably roller skating as we speak or they just got done. And I mentioned Stu, veteran gamers. He's all about the roller skating. She's like, you should ask him about. And I said, wait, stop. I got out my iPod, I said, you should ask him. So here comes Kelly asking you a question, Stu. Hi, Stu. Okay. I'm wondering if you have ever seen or done any roller dancing. I saw it on a video recently, and it looks fun and awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so there Now, I haven't actually done any roller dancing. You know what? I think I would pay hard <laughs> cash to see <laughs> you do it. But... That being said, I do do a bit of swaying and jigging when I'm roller skating. It's not necessarily dancing, but I kind of jig to the beat of the music. Now, interestingly, where I go roller skating, there is a guy who's one of the staff members who, you know, makes sure all the kids are okay and like picks people up when they like nearly kill themselves and stuff. Yeah. And and he is an incredible skater. I mean, he does all this really cool sort of swooping round and switches feet. And he, he's really cool. And you watch him skate and you just like try and wonder how he actually does what he does. And when you fall, does he say this? <laughs> I've, I've, I've not fallen for two years. So chances are he doesn't do that now. I haven't fallen Here, for a very long time. Yeah, cocky is. I've not fallen for two years. Not, not, not. I don't do falling. But I must admit, I do watch him and wish I could skate as well as he does. I'm a pretty good skater, but he's incredibly skilled in skating. So there you go. So you say we should take your word for it? Well, I'm only telling you. He's very cool, you know. He's a bit of a flirt as well with the ladies. You know, he skates really close to them and shit, you know, like like spins around them and all this sort of crap. You know what I mean? Yeah, bam, bam, like bam, bam. Like the lace praises that stuff. Sexy and I know it. They are crazy for that stuff. Don't worry. We'll uh, get to the video games soon. We will. I have got a story this week. Have I, boy, oh boy, have I got a story. Oh, yeah. This is a real story coming up. Oh, yeah. Not my This is a real story real story for reals um yes i was there was me on i think it was last monday was it monday might be monday was it tuesday anyway i was off one day last week and i I played the facts can you please find the correct day i think it i think it was tuesday i don't know i think it was tuesday anyway i can listen to the rest of the story if i don't know what day it is Oh, by the way, Red Van Man 12 wants to know where the video is. Where's the video, man? Where's the video? There's no video. We're playing now. Harley Dan was asking about that. Settle down, people. Settle down, peeps. Anyway, so here's me, right? Sat play. I played and finished Bulletstorm, by the way, but I'll come to that when I talk about what I've been playing. But, yes, please. So I got all that finished off. I got all that finished off. And then I thought, you know, that cheapo game that I bought a copy for you and one for me of, of the detail, I thought, I'll give that a whiz. You know what I mean? See what that's like. So I started playing said game, and I'd been playing it for probably about 15, 20 minutes, not terribly long. And then my computer just shut itself off for no reason at all. Oh, spooky. So I was like, oh, that's a bit weird. 
It's weird. Why has he done that? And then it rebooted, and then it said, there's been a power surge. Oh, my gosh. And, and it's not working properly, right? So I'm like, ooh, that doesn't look good. doesn't look good at all. So I tried to restart it, and it sort of restarted. And I'm like, oh, everything's good. So I turned it off, and I thought, like, I forgot about it. Luckily, I'd done all the show stuff and, and already uploaded it. So I'd already done all that. So yeah. that, that was good. Comes to Thursday to, to publish the podcast, and it goes on, turns on the PC, starts up as normal, no problems, kind of. Everything seems fine. Uh-uh. Went off to do something, came back, and I had the same screen again saying there'd be a pa- been a power surge and things weren't well. Oh, jeez. I know, I know. Can I do a um, mid story review on this story? <laughs> you can do, you can do. I'm going to give it a 4 out of 10 so far. What, what, what's your review noise for this story? Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so anyway, right, so anyway, I'm like, oh, this, is, this isn't good. This is not good, right? So I tried to restart it. Well, then it came up that there was a corrupt file on the startup of Windows, and then it wouldn't start at all, right? And every time you just, I'm like, pressing enter, enter start Windows normally, nope. Start Windows normally, nope. So I weren't having any of it. So I'm like, oh my god, my computer's screwed. Did you do a safe screwed. start first? Well, well, yeah, I tried. I tried starting safe mode. That didn't work either. Nothing worked. It just wasn't having any of it. I'm sorry. Right. So I'm work. like, nothing worked. So I'm like, my computer is screwed. So we have in Leyland. We have master exactly right. Well, anyway, we have we have this little dude in in Leyland who fixes PCs and stuff. He has a little shop. Um, a little dude. A little dude. He's only little. So, so I was like, I'll check it down there. I know. I'll check it down there. See what he says. So I, so I hold. They all so me at school when I couldn't reach that thing on the shelf. So I pulled all my leads out, you know, as you do, uh, and I like lifted it out carefully, you know, put it in the car, drove it down there. So I said, look, PC's not working. And he went, all right. I said, yeah. I don't. I said, I don't know. Like a little baby shoe. You know what I mean? It's I know. Like, I know. I know. Wrapped it in a blanket. And anyway, I said to him, I said, look, you know, Windows won't boot up. It says there's a corrupt file or something or something changes made to hardware or software that's affected or whatever, whatever. Uh, I said, and, and I, you know, a friend of mine built it for me. I bought it off him and, you know, I told him a bit of a white line and said, you know, I don't know where he got his copies of Windows from. It was just on it when I got it, sort of thing. And he's like, all right, yeah, I see what you're saying. <laughs> so right, I was like, here's the sound effects for fast forwarding. So anyway, so anyway, that all being said, um, yeah. So he had a good look at it, and he said, "Right, I'll, well, I'll t- it'll cost you twenty quid just to look at it." Just right. Was like, are you crazy? I was like, "Yeah, that's fine, twenty quid, whatever." And he said, "If I can fix it as I go along, it'll be forty quid." Right. So I was like, "Right, okay then." So off I went. Anyway, he phoned me back later, and apparently what had happened was it was my power supply was goosed. Oh, jeez. How the heck? Because of the goose. Do you have a surge protector on your computer? Um, No. But anyway, I don't think it's anything to do with that. I think it's just because it was probably a cheap power supply when I bought it two years ago. Could be. So anyway. So anyway. So anyway, I said, well, how much is that going to cost? And you said, well, it'll be 70 quid, including the power supply. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. The part's till next week. 
no, no, it was pretty good. Seventy quid, and I was like, and he said you can pick it up after three o'clock. So I was like, so I so I had a look online, and for a seven fifty watt power supply, which was what he was going to stick in it, it was about forty quid or so. Just stick in it. <laughs> yeah, it's about forty pounds. So for forty quid plus, it, I don't have to faff with it. Yeah, seventy, and he's going to charge me twenty anyway. Yeah. So I just let him do it. So yeah, so it's all fixed and it's all up and running. But he did something really weird. Right. Right. Because he. Well, he changed the power supply and he changed my rear fan. He put a new rear fan on it for some weird reason. So, my computer doesn't light up at the back anymore, so I'm very disappointed. So, it's only blue at the side now. fucking hell. I know! I know. So, I don't know why he did that, but he's put a new fan on it as well. And he chucked in a new power lead that I didn't need. So, you know, he was a very generous man. That is generous. (laughs) What's your problem? Aren't you happy? I I know. Well, I am happy. It's all running and it's all quiet and... And all's good. I'm back up and running again. But my God, I was like, oh, my God, it's broken. What are you <sighs> going to do? I know. I know. Hmm. <sighs> so there you go. So there you go. I'm all, I'm all fixed. I'm all fixed. Yeah. Did you watch the eclipse? Did you have a look? Nope. Nope. Yeah, I, w- I was working at the time of the eclipse. But luckily, I was filming an event where there was all these people there and there was all these... Um, school kids there, there's like 200 school kids there and so I decided to take the morning off and play ping pong with one of the organisers of the event and then, and then um, we remembered that there was an eclipse so we got our big sexy camera and we pointed it at the sun uh, and we, we got some ND filters, ND filters is like a sunglasses for cameras right? whack that off oh, yeah. and you could see the eclipse perfectly through this camera nice. so we had like we had like 300 people queuing up for our camera because, uh, yeah, everybody wanted to see the eclipse. And you got some sexy pictures as well, I'm guessing. We got a video of it, yeah. Sweet. Very yeah. nice. You'll have to show me, man. God, I didn't know that. I don't know if, I uh, don't know if it's up yet. Let me see if it's up and I will... But we, uh, well, you know what is up? It's the video of me and Rich playing Dota 2. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. What do you mean, oh, God? That's a good video. You should be grateful that we're putting that up. Dota 2, yeah. what can you say? Um, yeah. By the way, Duke, 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 uh, Chinny and I need to kind of talk to you. Now, I don't know whether oh, we no, should do mate. this on on her or not. Are we doing this on her, Chinny, or not? I don't know what you're talking about. Is it about the rabies? <laughs> no. Oh, no. Oh. Take that, rabies. It's, a, it's about our conversation the other day. Are we, are we mentioning this? The rabies. I'm not going to discuss it on air. <laughs> No, seriously, are we going to talk about this or not? Talk Listen, about it. What? If Come you on. Want to I'm dying of suspense here. It's um the the the, the trip. Yeah, the trip. The well, potential trip. What trip? The potential trip. Yeah, let's talk about it. I don't care. Yeah, let's talk about it. I don't what? Care. Talk. Uh, yeah, well, Chinny and I are thinking of having a trip, but I'm, I'll be honest with you, Chinny. I'm only taking the trip if you would take the trip as well. What trip? You see, because that's that's a, because of the the whole point of me taking a trip to somewhere like that is to meet you. You know what I'm saying? I'm starting to get bored yeah. with this. Yeah. Tell me. So anyway, what? <laughs> yeah, what, what we were discussing was potentially going to Pax East next year really? in Boston. Well, isn't that in June? No, it's in April. April. Well, yeah, I can't make it. I don't. I doubt I can make it in April. Yeah, and it's a long way as well. When I had a look, it's a long way from you. Yeah, it is. That's not the problem. The problem is the timing. 
Yeah. Is it uh, 22nd to the 24th of April? Yeah, that's like, I don't know. I mean, maybe. I'm not saying definitely not, but I know that in the past it's been a bad time of the year, like just a time when it's unlikely for me to be able to get out. But, yeah. I mean, let's not say never, you know? Yeah, so I was I was thinking I'm I'm not going to commit to going unless unless I get to meet you because that would be the whole point for me. To meet me, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Do you know what I'm saying? So yeah, we'll we'll talk about it some more nearer yeah, when we've sorted. Put a bug in our ears. Yeah, we'll have to go to the what was it the Wisconsin? Oh, what was it? Game thingy Plus. gaming. Yeah, gaming classic. We'll have to go there instead. It's cold See? up there. <laughs> I don't think it's that cold in the summertime or whenever that was. It's apparently it's cold in Boston this time of year, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, because that's that's fairly northern-ish something or other. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. So there you go. Well, so so I there's a potential. This could potentially happen. Wouldn't that be exciting? Yeah, yeah. be a potential trip on the cards. On yeah. the cards. Um, just speaking before we of, do move speaking on, speaking of trips though, too. Yes. Yes. What's going on soon? Yes, going on very soon. I was just going to come to that. Going on I very soon you. is our is our meetup, um, which I've got to say is going really, really well. We've got uh, twenty nine yeah, confirmed. I know twenty nine confirmed on the Facebook page, mm. but in addition to that, there's about another ten. So we've got upwards of around forty people coming potentially. Potentially, you always got to knock so, off ten percent there. Yeah, so we'll knock a couple off, but, you know, even Bongo and these two sons are coming, which is incredibly amazing. That is awesome, yeah. So, yeah, I've got, I've got to definitely give big props to Bongo. He's flying over just for the day. He's big just props. coming for the day. Prop, prop. Yeah, so he's, he's arriving at half eight in the morning and then going home and having about half eight at night. So yeah, I've got to, I've got to give him huge props. Are you, but you're not stopping over because you live so close, right? I don't need to stop over. I live like twenty-five minutes drive away. Some people are stopping over. What, what are we they doing are. throughout the day? Look, what's happening? Well, well, let's go through this because we're, we're the actual event starts at about one. I'm picking four people up from the train station and potentially meeting Bongo and his two sons in Preston, and we're going to have a bit of lunch first. So we're going okay. to go for a bit of grub. We'll go for a bit of grub. Uh, then we'll get what over time is that? to that. Well, potentially, I don't know what time people are booking trains for, but uh, Bongo will be in Preston at around 10 o'clock, I would imagine. Mm. Around sort of half nine, ten-ish. Right. Uh, and then we're going to go and get some grub. Uh, I've got, oh. There's a really cool place in Preston that I'm going to take anybody who's coming to get some grub. Okay. Uh, then we're going to head over to Arcade Club, which is in Haslingdon, which is about 25 minutes drive from Preston. Right. And then we've got some competitions lined up. So we're going to be doing some competitions we got throughout comp- the day. This is new info. we got competitions. New info. No, he said that is happening. We've, we've said we would, would have something, but we haven't right. confirmed what Yeah, but exactly I wasn't paying what... attention then. So we've got competitions. <laughs> yeah. well, we meet up that is happening that on the 25th of April. Yeah, so here, this is what we're going to be doing on the day, competition-wise. I mean, there's tons of arcade cabinets and stuff going on anyway. Are we still doing the wet t-shirt competition? Yes, we're going to be doing the wet t-shirt competition. Sexy and I know it. So that should be fun. But, uh, yes, we are going to have a Street Fighter tournament. So we're going to be doing that on 
So we're going to have a knockout competition. Best of three rounds. So that'll be running throughout the day, and then obviously we'll have a semi-final and a final. So that's. That's really rude. (laughs) We're also going to be having. Not uh, cool. Not cool, dude. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, high, highest score on Donkey Kong on the yeah. day. Yeah. Because uh, we've obviously got a Donkey That's Kong machine. That's not the video game. We actually hire in somebody called Donkey Kong, and you have to throw balls on him. <laughs> so we're going to be having that. And also, we're going to pick one of the pinball machines and that be highest score on pinball. Nice. Or should I say Oddly Dan said in the chat. By the way, we have a few people in the chat. We're on Twitch live every week. Yeah, we're live, late. baby. GMT, we're live on, on the Twitch. It's a website. Hardly Dan says actual fighting in the street or just street fighting. Do it fighting? live. F- it. Do it live. Well, well it's, it's quite a rough part of Haslingdon, so it could be both. It could be both. Shut up, Stu. There's also somebody in here <laughs> called uh, Diesel Island. And he says he's Diesel's doing it insane. for the first. I can't read. Okay, is this? Are you insulting <laughs> me now? Uh, he yes. says he's doing it for the first time, listening live. That is. Well, Except Mr. Go. Fish is in here. Jay's in here. Ian W. Hardly Dan. Uh, Richard Webster's in here. Uh, Red Van Man, not White Van Man. Very different. The League Nexus Six and Skulldugger is in here very early on, but no, he's not. So thank you all for listening and tuning in. But if you're not listening live. We still love you. It's okay. Now, we haven't got to prizes yet because we've got competition no, with well, prizes. Yeah, prizes. Prizes. We've got prizes. So, what do prizes mean? Pets, something like points, that. Points. Points or something. I don't know. Oh. But, yes, yeah, so we're going to have four winners of said competitions. are going to get a little trophy, so like, like a hand-engraved one, so that's going to be cool. Ooh. And, yeah, and a voucher of their choosing, either Steam... Uh, PS4, obviously, or Xbone. So there yeah, you go. That's donated by the Mike Chin Foundation. <laughs> it is donated, and I'm donating the trophies. <laughs> yeah, so which I go. think I got gypped on the deal there. You probably I think these get trophies the are like end of the deal. picked out of the bin. <laughs> I have to donate 60 bucks. <laughs> that's it. God, that's nice. it. Uh, so that's what we're doing anyway. So there's lots of stuff going on. So if you haven't signed up yet and you want to come along, uh, you know, why not come along? It's going to be a good day, I reckon. I reckon also, we're going to have homeless. Fun. It's a bit of indoor activity for a while. So. Now, there you go. Uh, and also, after after Arcade Club finishes or we decide we've had enough of the, uh, we've got it booked out for us only till 6 o'clock. So we've got five hours of gaming time. I think that's enough. Uh, we've just, yeah, I would imagine that's more than enough. Uh-huh. Uh, not for me, it's not. Uh, but then they um, God that'd be a good prize Ian, Ian W asks can, can the prize be to shave your head Ginny oh dude no. I'll just do that <laughs> <No>. <laughs> save yourself some books there man <laughs> so Not anyway so anyway yes I'll show you so, my hair right now on the stream this is the, the advantage you get when you listen live you get to see my oh, lovely yeah. smile in fact I've got a story about my hair can I tell oh, this no. well yeah let's just finish this bit up it's story story <laughs> Second story. Let's, time. Just, Third. let's just finish it's this video. So yeah, it's not that interesting. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. Right. We'll, we'll get there in a minute. We'll be a minute. A minute. Just a minute. Oh, Nearly finished. Oh, he's not done. 
I was just going to finish. Right, anyone who wants to, after after the arcade club, we're going to potentially go into pressing and have a Chinese. So that's what we'll be doing later on. Uh, so, uh, but I need to know numbers really because obviously it is a Saturday time, night. So you didn't think of well, what do you like? What do you want? You just want pizza, don't you? No, no, I'll have a curry. A curry, yeah, but uh, I don't know. People might not like curry. Anyway, we'll figure that out. Oh, we don't Chinese. Why do they win over me? I'm one of the fucking hosts. Jesus Christ. What the fuck? Uh, and by the way, there is something very odd <laughs> that I need to mention. Uh, oh, not odd, but just a bit a bit funny. But the owner of our K-Club has put himself down on the guest list on our he's Facebook gonna page. He's going to be there. Well, he's definitely got to be there. I'm no. going to say, have you got your tenor? <laughs> Where's your tenor? You're knocking me your tenor off. <laughs> he's not wrong there, Stuart. You know what I mean? I know. It is funny, though, isn't it? He's put himself on the guest list, though. I was like, you'll be coming anyway. You're going to be there. <laughs> uh, so there you go. So that's kind of cool. Right, what's your story, Chinny, about your hair? Um, so it's not that interesting to me. It just concerns my hair. Uh, I, I, as uh, some people may remember, I, I, I film things and make cartoons for a living. And we had to film a Formula 2 racing team, right? What about and so we we, we we go to Donington Racetrack and we film the race team and the driver's got the coolest job in the world. He drives Formula 2 cars and in his spare time he drives tanks for movies such as Fury and uh, he's just done a movie with Sasha Van Curren, whatever. He's got, he taught Prince Harry how to drive sports cars. So this guy's... I, I said to the guy after when he was telling me all this, I was like, well, if you ever get bored of your job, give me a ring. We've got work, work experience going. Uh, anyway... The, the the when I we was filming at this other event and they were all there, they all called they just called me Jesus for the whole night because of my hair. <laughs> That's so, funny. Oh, bless so you. Pretty much how we all bonded. We all lads. Ah, urgh, did you see the game? No, I like video games. I'll leave then. Um, <laughs> but no, go. it was good. It was good. So anyway, talking of video games, Chini, what have you been up to? Have you been playing I played, some? I haven't played a lot of video games. I've been very, very busy this week. As I said, I've been filming things, <laughs> filming the eclipse. <laughs> was at a two-day event on Thursday and Friday, and then the day before that was filming, and it's, it's been a very busy week, is what I'm saying. Is that, um, is that when your car broke down? It's another funny story. It's just full of stories, <laughs> this show. So, Stu decides to ring me at possibly the worst moment I did. Um, <laughs> of the week. I went to... All right, this is, this is what went down. I went to... My brother is... Uh, he's not very good with his cash, right? I'm comfortable with saying. Um, He's he's not a great um, sort of uh, person who saves. I'm the sort of person who saves. He's not very good with it. But uh, he bought this three-door and he needs a five-door to pick up the kids and such, right? So it's like, why did you buy the three-door? Whatever. I agreed that I would buy him the car because I didn't want him to take another loan out or anything. As long as he sells his car and gives me the money. Anyway, I go to this other car that he's going to buy that's like 20 minutes away from where I'm working. So it makes sense for me to view it. So I go to it. And when I get there, my car just looks like the apocalypse. There's just steam coming out of it. Right. (laughs) And I'll just go. Now, I'm not a mechanic. 
Stu, as you know, right, I'm, I'm not know. skilled yep, true. in the art of mechanicery, whatever that is. <laughs> but I definitely know that steam arising and everything smelling like I've gutted a pig is not a good sign, right? Just, well, much of the just time, thinking out, sometimes. Just thinking out loud. So what I did, what I normally do in most situations, is I ignored it and hoped that it went away. Now... The good thing about that is I don't have to do anything. It requires very little effort on my part. Problem is, it didn't go away. Right? It came back and, uh, and more aggressive than ever. And I realized that um, I need to pull over and address this situation. So anyway, I viewed my brother's car. I was right next to where my brother's car, new car was going to be. And I looked at it and I thought, I'd, this went on in my head. I was like, I could buy this car for me, ditch my car. And just leave my brother in a tough situation, all right? And then this is when, I, and also just a clincher, I'm not, I've not got any breakdown cover because I cancelled it about three months ago. So now oh, I'm stranded. I should be working. I've got a jacked up crap car, and I've got to look at this other car, and they're not even in. And I'm like, brilliant. And then Stu rings me and goes, ah, well, when should I get these trophies? I went, Stu, I love you. <laughs> this is a little more present here, dude. Is that the best time for me right now? And he's like, okay. But anyway, where do, where do you think? I'm like, I go, I did not. I did, you not. did I did that for comic <laughs> effect. But um, no, I, I explained the situation. He went, right, I'll, I'll ring you later then. Good luck. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> What's going uh, on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, wait, have I, you I, got anything you can put water in? And he's like, no. I'm like, yeah, are you well, near any houses? The people yeah. came back and I put a hose in and it turns out it's, I asked the RAC, I mysteriously joined the RAC that night, I got a lift back, and then the next day I went back to the car and said, hello RAC, it seems I broke down a day after the, I registered the, co- the the recovery new member thing, <laughs> what a ah. twinky day, come out and fix my fucking car now, and um, it, it's a thermostat housing, whatever the fuck that is, and uh, I need, yes, one of them. it's the thing with the pipe and the coolant thing. So if I don't get it fixed, my head gasket will explode, and that's not good. That'll break your car completely. That's not oh, good. Yeah. So uh, it's it's about 150 quid. It's gonna. Come. I haven't solved it yet. He temporary fixed it, and what I had to do as well, because he temporary fixed it. I will get to video games soon, kids. Um, but because he, he temporary fixed it, he says put your heaters on full and put them blowing on your face, because then you'll know if 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 the heating goes off. You'll know if it's snapped again, right? Uh, I see. It's good. So it's good. I have to drive back um, about a 27-mile journey, like in a thousand degrees. It was hotter than the sun in my car by the time I finished, and I was just, <gasps> God, breathe, right? just because I, I had to know if it went cold or not. But never mind. I got there. Uh, so he's still working at the moment, is he? Still working at the moment. I've got to get it fixed tomorrow, but I've got to go to London tomorrow. So I have to literally just go there, throw the keys at the woman's face and go, poof, fix it. And, uh, take that, and, and yeah. then take that. <laughs> so what's wrong with it? Shut up, just do it. And then come back. Open your ass! I was debating. I'm just going to buy this car for myself. Screw it. What, what's he going to do? What's he going to do, man? What's he going to do? What sort of car is he? What is it? My car is a Ford Fiesta. But my, the, the, my, I remember I bought my car in desperation because my previous car blew up. There's a running theme here. I'm not very good at looking after cars. Um, 
they they give cars to me as a punishment. You know, I, I'm basically a death sentence to them. And yeah, I, I don't, yeah, I, I always tend to. Car sound like this when Just lie that. Yeah. Just like that. So is it that's was actually, it is it the Ford Fiesta that leaks? Is that the one that's got the leak, or was that your old car? With the with the water down the thick. No, that was my old. Yeah. One. Oh, that was your old one. That yeah. was my old. Yeah. Now this one's fine. It, to be fair, it's it's an okay car. It's just that the 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 thing snapped off. So it's it's fine. I was getting all emotional, going, "I'm gonna buy this fucking new car." I go, oh fuck it, right? But really, like, it's just 150 quid, and it's done, and the car's fine. So. It'll be fixed. It'll be fixed. Anyway, video games. What about those? Video games. So I, I, I while I was working though, I was, I was stopping at a, like it was, it's used to be student accommodation, but it's not now. It's like they, it's like for conferences and stuff. But then I, they gave me a Wi-Fi code, right? And I was like, okay, cool. Um, and then I checked the speed of the Wi-Fi, and it's like thirty meg upload. I was like, fuck yeah! So I decided to stream some video games while I was at this accommodation. And I knew it was a bad idea because I had to get up early, but I did it anyway. And I decided to play Cities Skyline. Oh, you finally, you got it up and running then, all right, with no issues. You could say that, um, <laughs> but that's not... It would be incorrect. Tr- that would be incorrect if you said that. Oh, dear. Um, no, I, I, I got it running. It, it, it ran fine, to be honest, when I, when I first started it up, but it did chug a little. Now I know that I've got a Mac and it's not a gaming patient and all this sort of stuff, but um, so I knocked a few things down, basically everything, and uh, it was fine after that. And uh, you know, it's 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 okay. So it runs it runs fine. It's not a brilliant <laughs> in terms of prettiness, um, but it's it's okay. You know, it's it sort of it does the, it's perfectly playable. Is what I'm trying to say. I don't mind it. I'm not someone who worries about aesthetics too much. Um, as long as I know what's going on and it plays well, um, that's fine by me. And it turns out that I'm not very good at city building games. <laughs> oh no! Wait, you mean after all the fuss you made? Yeah, because I, I mean, I played uh, Sim City a very long time ago, and I didn't play that much, right? And that's my only experience in playing a city game. So I didn't realize I didn't know basic things, and and Ben, who I was working with, who was stopping in the next block in the accommodation, we was both working at the same time, and um, he he liked city building games, and he watched me while I do it, and he was just laughing the whole way because he knew how terrible I was doing. Um, this is what I've learned. Do you want to sort of hear some of the experiences I've I've learned on the, the city building? Of course, of course, we want to know what pearls of wisdom. Tips. Yeah. Do you want some hot so, tips? Okay. Hot tips. Uh, hot tips. Hot tip number one: When you're making your city, make sure that you connect it to the main road, otherwise nobody yeah. will be able to come in. Who would not? Oh yeah, that's uh, yeah, yeah. Can they not walk there? Just, they could walk. That's just a hot. That's what I thought. The lazy buggers. But yeah, exactly. No, you have to connect it to the main road. Um, another hot tip is to make sure that you don't connect your water line. To your sewage line. Oh, yeah, that's probably a good idea. Because hmm. they might get a bit pissed off about that. Um, the other idea it was to, to the other tip was to make sure that you have 
uh, enough money to make anything, which I blew most of my money on unnecessary roads. Well, you're you right. need necessary okay. roads. Yeah, so, what's the difference? Yeah, exactly. Um, but it, it, it goes without saying, I'm not very good at this at the moment. Well, it's However, a curve. every game has that, right? I think I think it's a pretty big learning curve because I, I, I really don't know too much about city building games when it comes... They've advanced a lot since I last played yeah. a, a city building game. Um, but anyway... Well, let, me, let me ask you this, because obviously you've played a lot of Prison Architect. Did you think it would be similar to that and you'd be fine? Well, in some ways it is sort of similar to Prison Architect. You have to have water and, and um, uh, electricity and you have to get it ready to to, to 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 accommodate people and you know what I mean it, it's it's sort of similar but obviously prison architects it's based around a theme of a prison and it's a lot smaller scale in sense and, and but with cities it doesn't hold back on on jargon you know what I mean it, it's as if you this is for people that like hey you have played these sorts of games before are you what, what cities is aimed at is did you think sim city was shit well, buy this. <laughs> uh, is that kind of what it is? The City's franchise, the City's franchise, this isn't the first game made by... Well, there's, there's, Cities is a franchise. There's Cities XL and Cities XXL, which apparently is pretty much the same game with a few add-ons. But the difference here is, this is made by people that um, didn't make those previous games. It's the first time they've made a, 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 a Cities building game. And but it's along with the same brand, sort of similar to you know like Call of Duty, and you got Sledgehammer and, and and different things. So the people that made this, the reason why this has stood out rather than the other cities games is because this is made by a completely new developer, and I think it's just it's just really good compared to the other ones. It, they, they, it has a lot of features. It's not I played no, Cities XL and it wasn't great. I mean, it wasn't horrible. No, I I don't know why Cities XL wasn't great but i just know that it, it didn't really tick all the boxes and I, I and i think it doesn't have any silly theme it doesn't have any um it's not you know, there's no feature creep in there you know what i mean there's no but and, but you have to always be online or it, it's just yeah. everything you expect to i think they cities must have looked at it and gone don't make any bells and whistles just make a good city building game you know make what SimCity should yeah, have been right. and that that was probably their mission, you know what I mean, or their vision or whatever, when making this game. Because if they had to put up on the whiteboard, make what SimCity should have been, this yeah. is the result. You know, it's 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 perfect. And and, it, and even for me, I'm a complete noob. I'm I'm getting it. You know what I mean? I, I'm getting there with it. I, I sort of know what's going on. But there is still a few things. It's it's when I started playing Prison Architect, I played. I made the mistake of playing it on, on Twitch first time, and. I basically just had people coming in going, you are a fucking idiot. You haven't even <laughs> connected the power line yet. I'm like, I did say, like, I, I've never played this game before. Um, and I think people forget how difficult these sorts of games are for you know people that haven't played them before. Except Mr. Fish said, um, I know he's talking about, they're talking about the SNES version. Believe it or not, there's, there's a SimCity 2000 on SNES. 
And exactly. Mr. Fish was asking it that control. But this one, I'll talk about the controls in this one. It's pretty intuitive. It doesn't really work. I've got a MacBook Pro, right? And at the time, I mean, the way it's hooked up now, my MacBook Pro, it's hooked up to a monitor and a separate keyboard, and it's got, you know, a numeric keyboard and stuff. Those are all very helpful with this. You need you need page up and page down and the extra keys. Um, so it's not great when you've got a laptop that doesn't have page up and page down. You know what I mean? Like, you, you, you're quite limited on a laptop keyboard. You need, like, a full keyboard. But apart from that, I mean, you can change the, what, what like, you, you know, what the buttons do yourself if you want. So it's not like a massive deal. But I, yeah, I've got a MacBook Pro. Uh, it's I think it's like 2.9. Somebody was asking me about the specs of my MacBook and if it worked because apparently some people have been having some problems getting it to run on their MacBook Pro. Oh. Uh, mine's like 2.9 gigahertz. Um, I, I've now upgraded it to 16 gig RAM. I, I, I did that. Oh, you were successful um, in that because last week I, it was, I was a big headache. Yeah, well, I, I I got my ginger brother and I said, Pete, I'm buying you a car. The least you can fucking do is unscrew the stupid <laughs> screw. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think that's. I think we can tick that off. Um, I think I think he looked at that as debt paid. No, you know, no. Um, ginger balls. Ginger balls, exactly. I was ginger. Uh, so yeah, I've got a MacBook Pro. It's two point nine. It's recommended that I have three gigahertz. So. I'm pretty bottlenecked in that way, but it still runs. You know, it's just not as pretty as it could be. But yeah, it's 2.9 gigahertz, 16 gig RAM, and that's about all. I, and it's got a graphics card in there. I think so you're hitting the minimum, not necessarily getting to the preferred stuff. No, but it, but you know, probably like what you was with Skyrim, dude. You know, it, it plays. You know, I enjoy. it. I can get what I need to get out of it. You know, and and it's fine. So uh, yeah, it's 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 good. I I, I don't think I've played it enough. For me to give a full detailed review of the features and of the game, you know, I know I, I screwed up my first city. It wasn't very successful. Uh, there wasn't many jobs. Not many people were moving in. And uh, after that, I started up a new city, and it just looked like a big pizza slice, and it was a bit crap. Um, so I, I think I'm going to start a new one and make it keep it basic. I need to keep it basic. I was I was just gonna say I've seen although I'm not sure whether it's a mod or in the game but you can go into like first person mode and walk around in your city once you've built it. Yeah, yeah. So, so that was kind of cool. The other thing about cities is they've not been shy about mods. You know, they really embrace mods, and people have been making all sorts of stuff. Where um, someone made Los Santos, I think you mentioned last week, uh, Stu. Yes, they um, had. So, yes. Someone made um, like real life, you know, London and Paris, and someone made the, the tallest um, building in the world in there, and you can put that in. So that they, they really embrace mods. You know, it's one of those things where I mean, and we talked about cities last week how they was fighting piracy and stuff. Um, it's one of those things with with cities where if you can't beat them, join them, you know, all this modding and stuff. Uh, a lot of games sort of don't like it so much sometimes, um, but really, like, they've just embraced it, and it's, it strengthens the game, you know? It really it keeps it fresh, it keeps it new. Um, and I know mods aren't new, like, in terms of, in a general sense, but it seems like more and more, especially with EA and Microsoft, um, mods are looked at as a better, like an evil thing. Whereas I think, you know, like, it, it can only be good. You know, Prison Architect, you can download a full working prison straight away. 
You know what I mean? Oh, just yeah. in case, just if you, even if you just want to see what it looks like, you know, just to see like, huh, that's interesting. Uh, like, that's the great thing about city builders. And I downloaded, um, I think it was one of the uh, Tower of London. Someone had created a prison out of that, and there was another one that was uh, the Starship Enterprise. Yeah, and, and, and on that sort of stuff, it's it's just in, like I I like the ones where they they try and build a realistic prison, you know, and yeah, I, I I I'm just interested how they lay things out on the prison so once i get a bit more advanced and i understand the power lines and the sewage systems and so on and so forth i feel like i'll be interested in downloading somebody else's city and just learning new things you know what i mean just learning oh he's this is what he's done with his sewer system or this is how he's got power into his city so yeah it's it, it but it's a fine game i really enjoyed it i played it for about three hours and it just went by like that like just flew by um so i'll be playing more of it Cool. Very good. It does look cool, uh, but it's, I know I would not enjoy this. I don't think it is my kind of game. I, I can't be doing it without tedious... your cup of tea? Because I don't know. I just find it really tedious building stuff for over a long period of time. I don't know. I think I just get bored. Nexus 6 says it looks completely tedious. Yeah. I think I just There's get bored of, of like, who get into clicking types of games, stuff. I think. Yeah. yeah. Find that stuff cool. Yeah, I don't think it would be for me at all. I think I would just get bored. I, I, I am astounded, though, at, at the people who do play these games and are absolutely amazing at what they make. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just look at this stuff that they build and just think, that's just incredible. You know, you look at the stuff people build in Minecraft and you're just like, that must have just taken you forever. Yeah, yeah, I think you're, you're looking at it as a whole. You're looking at it the, the finished product, whereas, you know, when you see a city... Like in its full, you don't realize they they built that bit by bit. You know, it starts with the first brick, as it were. That's right. I get that. I do get that. But I, you know, I'm just more. I'd, I'd just rather look at stuff other people have built and go, yeah, that's mm-hmm. cool. Fair enough. Rather than just doing it myself. Well, you, you know, know what? what? That it, wouldn't happen if there weren't people building stuff. So. I know. I know. I get all that. I get all that. But it's not for me. I don't. Yeah. Think. No, I hear you. I understand. I mean, I was looking at it because it's in the VIP section on Green Man Gaming for about sixteen quid. Wow. Really. Yeah, so it's, it's a lot cheaper in there. Green Man Gaming. Yeah, but you've got to have VIP status. I don't know how that works. Everybody have to buy VIP? What stuff. are you talking about? I don't know. I don't know. I'm don't just saying. time for that. I'm just saying, but yeah, it's about 16 quid, so it's cheaper. Here, sir. Cheaper. Cheaper. Anything. No. Anything else, Chinny, for you this week? Um, not, not much, no. Uh, Step J in the chat, who's in there now, uh, has bullied bullied me into um, buying, actually per- parting with my money. Purchasing? Um, purchasing uh, a, a game on the, the iPad or iPhone, uh, and it's a snooker game. And, oh, uh, snooker. Snooker game, yes, and he said it's very good, so I downloaded it. And I come across another one called 8-Ball, where it's it's pretty good as well, but it's only top down, whereas the snooker game is full 3D, and it's uh, it's endorsed by that Scottish referee that everybody seems to pay attention to because he's a female referee in snooker. Ooh, um, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> everybody seems to be like it's a female referee. Fucking Ooh. get in. Um, There's something about a woman. Yeah, in it so before. you know, there is, I suppose. Um, it's 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 a it's pretty good actually. Like I I I. I I know it's only a sort of an iPad game, but you know if you're like me, you like you like snooker or pool. It does have pool in there. Um, it's worth putting. You, there's some more up to date ones, but I, me and Step J have bought the 2012 version, 
Um, I can't I can't remember what it's called. It's just called Snooker 2012 or some shit. And uh, yeah, you know, I, I was sort of like not getting on with it, but you can you can fine tune. You know, when you're moving your shot, Stu. You know, it yep. all do, oh, yeah. you know when you're yep. playing pool in a video game, you have to move the the aim right, but then you have to fine move the aim. And I was like, oh, there's no way to do it. But I was just being impatient because if you swipe across the middle of the screen it like moves it quickly if you swipe at the bottom it moves it slowly and you can get good angles and after you know looking at the snooker table and so yeah it's pretty good i was i was pretty tough with it actually so thank you step j for the recommendation and uh that's that's pretty much it i haven't played anything else uh very good now do you know when you were saying about cities and how you watched other people do stuff to learn how to do stuff better yeah do you know do you know what i mean you know what i mean well yeah that's kind of been a bit like me this week with the golf club oh because golf club golf club because what i've realized is i've been playing in the compo you know the competition for g40e and all that the oc challenge and uh and unfortunately it was such an easy course to play on that now my handicap is plus 1.5 uh, which is a bit shit. <laughs> it's a bit shit now, so I've got a really crap handicap now. So it adds shots on, which isn't great. Um, but I did score an, an actual minus eight on the course uh, without any. That, that's without the handicap. So that was just my normal straightforward right, score. Well done, dude. Yeah, eight under. So I was I was pretty impressed with that. Uh, but yeah, what I what I learned was because I was uh, uh, Manny Calavera, who's uh, from G4TE. Uh, obviously, his ghost was playing in the competition with me. So I was kind of watching where he was hitting the balls and stuff. So it was kind of interesting to sort of look what the better players, you know, and he gets really good scores in it, what the better players were doing to better your game, as it were. Um, but yeah, vastly, vastly improved over the last uh, week or so. And I, I got a better score every round I played. I played three rounds on the competition course, and my best was the, was the minus eight. But the problem was, I thought, well, I'm not going to keep playing with the handicap rules and everything, because if I keep getting better scores, it's going to make my overall score worse. So I did the three rounds, and I just left it at the minus eight, because I'm like, I'm not doing that again, because it's going to add a shot on next time, so it'll only be minus seven if I do the same round. So, yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of enjoying that. Um yeah, finished Bullet Storm. I got that out of the way, so that's done and dusted. Uh, it took me about 10 hours. 10 hours. It's a fairly long game, longer than I thought it was going to be. As long than I thought it was going to be. Um, and I enjoyed it. The the final... It was kind of funny because it didn't have a proper final boss fight, uh, which I was kind of surprised at. Uh, did you... You finished this, didn't you, Ginny? You got to the end. I did, yeah. Yeah. You got to Just... the end. It's There's kind of not... There's like a boss room kind of thing. Just before you get to the very end, there's like a room that took me about probably about six or seven goes to get through where it throws every type of baddie that you've met in the whole game all at you at once. So it just keeps on throwing all these uh, big, massive... There's like brute-type dudes, and they all have different kinds of mega weapons. Uh, So it throws a load of those at you at the same time. So I I dealt with those eventually, though though it did take me a few goes. Uh, And then it glitched a bit because, obviously, you play with... You have two other characters with you. So you have these two other characters with you, and they 
kind of follow you around and stuff and play with you throughout the game. But they get, kept getting stuck on scenery. So it because they weren't with me when I got to certain points on the final bit of the level, it didn't trigger the necessary... Cut, not cutscenes, but it didn't trigger the enemies to appear when they should do or spawn in and prevented me from getting to where I needed to go. So I had to replay that bit about three times before I got them so that they were with me where I needed them to get to the end of that level, which was a bit weird. Yeah. Uh, but it looks great. I must admit, on the PC, it does look really, really good. Um, and it, I, I tell I you, if you've never played... games look on the PC. Nobody cares. I know, yeah. Get it? Um, yeah, I get it. Uh, yeah, if, if you've never played this game, it's... I can definitely recommend that you should play it. And I'm guessing if you've still got a 360, you can pick this up for about a quid. I can't imagine it'd be hardly any money at all. Uh, and if you've never got around to playing it, it's so, so good. It's a lot of fun. I had a ton of fun playing it, you know. And, and it says something for me when I get to end of games. Because quite often I'll just go, oh, I can't be arsed now with this game. And, yeah, and not bother playing to the end. But with this, it's good. Really, really good. Uh, so I can only recommend that. And yes, I've uh, been playing more Oli Oli 2. Oli Oli 2. And I had a bit of a revelation with Oli Oli 2 this, oh, this yeah, week because, well, I kept looking at the leaderboards and I kept thinking, how are these people getting these massive scores on my friends list? How is this possible? Cheating. No, they weren't cheating. No, they weren't cheating. What they were doing was, when you, when you finish the first sort of lot of courses so you get like i think they're like in lots of six so the sort of levels of six uh courses or whatever when you when you do the first lot of six it then teaches you a new trick called a manual Ooh. where you can where you can carry on grinding oh. when you're not on a rail interesting so what it enables Wait, you to do like you, two, damn it yeah so, so yeah it's only only two so what it enables you to do is when you've dropped off a rail you can you have to press i think it's either left or right and x at the same time and he keeps on grinding so obviously your multiplier doesn't stop yeah so he just keeps on going and going and going but and here's the kicker you've got to decide how much you want to gamble do you're going to try and get to the, the end of the whole level doing that yeah. Because if you don't then land it, you lose the whole lot. So you score like 20 points or something if you if you don't, uh, you know, land it at the end of it all. So it is it is a bit of a kicker. But I have got some much bigger scores now doing that. So, yeah, I'm really enjoying Oli Oli 2. It's very, very addictive. The, ma- the manual is how you get loads of high scores in all skating games. You know in um, Tony Hawk's? Yeah. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3 and um, I think American Wasteland was the two biggest Tony Hawk's games I used to play. And the manual is basically the keep the tricks going trick. Yeah. yeah. Where That's basically you, what it does. It wasn't in the original Oli Oli. They only added it for Oli Oli 2. Yeah. yeah. And that, 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 was, that was the trick that made you go, oh, okay, like I can combine all these tricks together. So, yeah, the manual's... Uh, that's the one. That's the one. Yeah, oh, for sure. That, I mean, Simpsons skateboarding too, actually. Yeah. And then, then, you, then you start to get the massive scores. I mean... Verbal Rob, I mean, he's he's like the Zen master at this game at the moment. He's getting like in the millions. His like scores. I would like to that. play this. Isn't the first one on Xbox? Is, is, is that yes, the first one's just been released on Xbox. How much is what, it on Xbox? I, think, I don't think it's a lot. I think it's probably about be probably about five to ten quid. I would imagine. Yeah, well, I, I want to get Ori and the Blind Forest, but that's that's fifteen quid as well. Yeah, that's twenty quid already. Yeah, that's not, that's not cheap. That's not cheap, but it's it's well worth it. Ori in the Blind Forest, although not everybody's loving it. You know, I've seen a few people. No, not except getting Mr. On with Fitch it said all. I deleted Oli Oli after five minutes. 
Wow. Yeah. Now, you've got to stick with it a bit because there, there is a steep learning curve with Ollie Ollie. It's not the easiest game to get your head around when you first start playing it. But once you get it, once it clicks, because I was like, I remember what I said about it the first time I played it. I'm like, I'm too old to play this. I can't figure out how to press all these buttons I need to press at the bad time, and you know, at the right time and all that stuff. Um, but would look, you say, I would was... you say this is a good game to play if you just got like, you know, half an hour? Yes, but yes and no. Because it's a dangerous game to play. Because it's one of those games... going to come in your house and stab you? (laughs) No. No, in so much as it's obviously got that instant restart. You know, if you you do a bad level or you're not doing very well, you you very easily just restart the level again if you, like, fall or something. Because there's no point carrying on if you're not going to get anywhere near your last score on the same level. And what what also happens is you, you tend to sort of play the levels over and over and what's kind of funny is right i've gone back to the original levels because i know how to do a manual now to get better scores on the first levels again so i still haven't even moved on to the bit that i meant to use manuals on (laughs) i'm still like just going back and they just keep on adding stuff in so every time you unlock a new set of levels um you you sort of get more ramps different routes you can take it's ollie ollie 2 is just a phenomenal so game. So you're saying it is a good game if you've got a spare off and if you're disciplined, but it can draw you yes, for hours. Yes, if you're not disciplined, you could lose an easily a couple of hours without noticing. Yeah, you that's know, with Ollie Ollie one as well. Yeah, it's it's kind of one of those games that's you just keep playing it because you just want to keep bettering your scores. Yeah, I'm constantly looking at my friend's scores on there and thinking, can I beat that? Yeah, I probably can if I do, if I put my mind to what, it. What, what's the main difference kind of between? Between, yeah, isn't that a nice feeling? What's the main differences between Oli Oli 1 and 2? There's there's loads of differences. And in Oli Oli 2, they've added like ramps. They've added different routes. They've added different scenery. They've, it's, it's a whole lot more difficult as you get further into the game. And I don't know. There's just more you can do. There's just like more you can grind on. And it's just, I don't know. It's just a whole bloody lot of fun. And when you when you pull off a good combo, you know, you get to the end of the level and you've got this massive score because you've kept it going the whole time, it feels really good. You're sort of like, yes, look what I just did. Um, interestingly as well, it's it's sort of like with the manuals, with the grinds, you kind of, if you get a perfect grind, it, you just sort of maintain speed. <laughs> with the grind. manuals... Yeah, with the manuals, you kind of start slowing down, so you've really got to time the momentum, you know what I mean, well, to keep it going. I think what you're meant to do, because I noticed this in Ali Ali 1 as well, you're meant to keep hopping around while you're grinding. Like, that's how the, really yeah. the best way to get your points up. And there's also another thing which I didn't know you could do that uh, Verbal Rob mentioned is you can use, I, I can't remember it's one of the sticks or something, but you can switch around directions while you're grinding and stuff, which I wasn't aware of. Yeah. And that again adds to your multiplier to make you score even more points so there just seems to be so much depth to the amount of points you can score playing this game Red Van Man in the chat said he played it a little bit but he couldn't get into it maybe it's an old fart thing but then he goes and says he loves Valiant Hearts though and that my brain just went but is Valiant Hearts a skating game? And then I was like, no, no, it's not. not really, like, they're not similar. Really. No, <laughs> you know, right in the world. I know, I know why he's made this connection, because they were both the freebies this month. Oh, I see. I didn't know that. that there you go. There you go. Uh, there you go. Yeah, but a, a skateboarding game in World War One is yet to be made. <laughs> that, would be, that would be 
definitely weird. But I mean, the, the one thing I haven't got my head around is timing the the spins in the uh, you know because you score massive points again if you can pull that off. Yeah. But it's, but it's another thing to think about. You've got that many things to think about. You know what I mean? Because you've got so many button presses to pull off, and so many, and you've got to keep doing different tricks between ramps and stuff to get more points. And would would this think- fall into the category of? Because I'm looking at it now, and it sort of reminds me of Trials. It is like Trials, more more trick based. But am I? But the problem with Trials is, as the game goes on, it gets very difficult in 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 even just doing the the level because in the first few levels in Trials. I actually replay them quite a lot to to make sure I get better better score better better times right, but yeah, as the game a, goes on, I'm just I'm just grateful I can finish the game. Like so, it, it, are there tra- are there courses in Ollie Ollie where you just like I'm just glad I can finish it because I can't no, even finish not really. it. I mean, not in my experience. It's about getting better scores. Now, I mean, you know, you need to get a certain amount of points in order to get to the next level, but by and large, it's not about that. I'm look. I mean, I'm looking at this level that's showing on the screen. I haven't got anywhere near anything like this, and some of the stuff that's on this screen, you know, the spikes and all sorts of shit going on. So I do imagine it gets a whole lot more difficult as you get further through the game. Oh sure, for sure. But I just love it. I can't recommend it enough. I mean, it's a free game on on PlayStation Plus this month. So if you've got PlayStation Plus, and you know what I would say to people, you know, there's a few people in the chat saying that they just can't get on with it. Maybe they're a bit old or whatever. Just keep stick with it for a bit. Just just get your head around it, and you will enjoy it. I promise you. Once you get your head around and the timing, you just you just suddenly click. You know, you just suddenly get that timing right, and you're like, yeah. you start well, getting. What you're saying, thoughts. Stu, is if you can do it, anyone can. Yeah, if I can do it, like anybody can do it. That is true. Yeah. That it, there you go. Bottom line: if I can do it, anyone can do it. Just um, think Stu can do this. I'm better I than Stu. Stu can do this, so surely I can. That's how I got my driver's license, because I failed the test the first time. And I was like, wait a minute, all these idiots around here have driver's licenses. So yeah. there you go, that's what you got to do. But it does feel good, like I say, when you do pull off some like really cool little grinds and stuff, you're like, yes, that was amazing. So yeah, I love it. It's simple enough that you can sort of get your head around it, but then it's really complex to get really big scores. So that's that's the trick. Um and then the final thing I played was the detail. A little a little bit of this. Um which okay, you know you know Max Payne. You know Max Payne the yeah. game? You know like the wait, comic wait, 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 this is perfect. Stuart, stop whining about minor aesthetic details. Details <laughs> There you go, detail. Um yeah, you know the you know the comic pains that it like does the cutscenes in between the main game stuff? Yeah. Well, that's basically how the details presented. So it's kind of like a graphic novel. Okay. So it's presented a bit like a graphic novel. Interesting. Um, unfortunately, due to the packing up of my PC, I only played probably about the first 15 minutes of it. Ah. And it's not got the greatest dialogue in the world. Mm. And it does some weird stuff because it's trying to, it's trying, you know, they've said one of the big influences was Telltale in the way that they do games. Right. Uh, but there is interaction, as you can see. There's a bit on the screen now where you can sort of press and go through doorways and open door handles and stuff. But it's all just for the listeners. There's a there's a fucking arrow, and you can click the there arrow. Is an arrow. That's what I mean. There isn't a whole lot, but you can choose the directions. And then there's like a little fight sceney thing. It 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 is very basic. It is very basic. But I think it might be all right. I don't know. I think it might be okay. So it's it, like I say. 
if you don't go in with too high an expectation, yeah. you're not you're not going to be uh, you're not going to be kind of disappointed. I guess is the best way. And it was only a couple of quid. It was so it was very cheap. Yeah. It was very cheap. So, uh, but I'm going to stick with it and, and at least play the first episode. But it's it's kind kind of like reading an interactive comic. So it's kind of like a comic, and you can interact with it a little bit. Cool. Um, and the first the first things about a paedophile. So the the sort of not messing around with. Um, the subject nature of the game, you know what I mean? They're going in there with like, you know. You, you, but you gifted me edge. this game, didn't you? Did you? I did gift you this game. Yeah, this is a game. Any I particular you. reason? Did you get a free copy, or was it just? No, no, I bought it for you. It was, but it was just very cheap, and it was about. Um... <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> it was very cheap, but it was also a detective game, you know. So I was like, oh, you might kind of like it's like a crime. Bill Street said, it, "What's this on the on the Sinclair Spectrum?" I know. It doesn't look it doesn't look amazing, but it's you know, I'm gonna stick with it. I'll let you know when I get to the end. And there was a bit I had to I had to uh interrogate a suspect and I got to beat him up and stuff. So it was kinda cool. So you could go either way. So you could either beat him up or you could sort of be nice to him. And then there was like the the other officer was sort of giving you the eye and saying you shouldn't be doing what you're doing and you can ask him to leave the room and stuff. So you can kind of decide how you're going to play it. I don't know how much impact that has on the story at all, but I think it's kind of cool. Probably not much. I don't know. I like it, though. I think it's kind of cool. Um, So that's it for me. So over to Duke with his new fancy Fandango gaming PC. Yeah, I got my fancy Fandango gaming gaming. Um, Yeah, what have I been playing? I've been playing uh, Skyrim. I went online to show off my cool new what's it with, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Sorry. That makes total sense. Battlefield Hardline. Uh, so anyway, yeah, I wanted to show off my um, <sighs> high-definition graphics on Twitch, which I did. So if people want to watch that, they can go to our Twitch channel, and they can see our um, my awesome graphics on Skyrim. And yeah, uh, Shadow of Mordor is a game I've been playing a lot more lately, and it's a lot better once you realize what's going on in that game because I kind of – stuff started to click for me. And I was like, oh, I got to just keep hitting the enemy. Never mind about trying to kill them right now because in the future I will get, you know, uh, perks that help me to kill the bosses faster. You know what I mean? Because when you have 20 enemies around you, you don't have time to kneel down and kill people, right? That's right. So, yeah, that game's getting more and more fun. And I've played so, a lot of it today. So, how's that running? How it's running beautifully. Go? I'm on high settings and it's all. Oh, get you on high settings. No, with, with Shadow of Mordor took me. There was a little bit of a learning curve in there for me. I don't know if that was for you. Um, yeah, there is a learning curve. It's uh, it's been kind of tricky trying to figure out. Yeah, you know, like not the actual mechanics of the game, but figuring out things like what best to do to deal with this particular enemy. You know what I mean? Or you know how to scope out the situation before you know because my tendency is just run right in and deal with everything but it works a lot better if you you know sort of get a lay of the land first and maybe attract some car doors whatever they're called the monsters that run up and eat the uruks and um yeah yeah. i think my issue with it was like i felt like i had to fight everyone because in that game you walk two meters and then you're in another fight and then they spawn yeah, right. and more spawn and i just right. kept on getting into these epic massive fights oh, all right. the time right and i had to train myself to sort of ignore everything a bit yep. 
Sure. Run away and, you know, uh, engage and then hide. And then, like, you know, I'm really starting to get the hang of, like, engaging people and then going near, um, you know, a fire or something and then attracting their attention and then running up the side of the building and then shooting the fire when they're near it. So it's that sort of thing of, you know, I've always hated that in games where you have to lure people over to where you are and then, you know, engage some part of the environment. But this game makes it easy. And I really like the way that they've mixed you know, throwing daggers and using your bow and arrow and the sword, like it's all very fluid. So I feel like the combat is really well done. So yeah, thanks to Harley Dan for letting me play this because you know he's my uh, boy. Just, uh, uh, just to let you know, uh, Red Batman's son has to do a mod for Skyrim. It's in the chat. Yeah, I saw if you want that. To... Pretty cool. I'm glad you liked oh. it, dude. That's pretty cool that he had to make a mod for Skyrim. He should talk to Rich, man. That could, he could really help your son out. I think. Yeah, he could for oh, big it's time. Yeah. done, but anyway. Speaking of Rich, uh, I played some Dota 2 with him today, and in fact, I just now posted the video of us playing on the Veteran Gamers website. So if you wanted to post that, if you want to show that, Shinny, you could post that, although there's not much to say about it, really. Um, Yeah, it was a lot of fun. He just played his first game recently, so he posted that on Twitch, and I went and looked at it, and I was like, wow, he has no idea what he's doing. He should watch my helpful learn-how-to-play-the-game videos, but... You know, like a lot of people, I think he probably learned how to play by playing because that's how most people do, right? So, do you know what? Do you know what, Duke? Then you sounded like a Dota Two elitist. What during that video? You watched it? No, no, during your just little speech. Then when you went, no, oh, no, watching players, he doesn't oh, know what he's well, doing. Well, no, but I mean, <laughs> sounds when they first start playing this game. Like, I he doesn't know what he's doing. He's no idea. Look at him go. What's he doing? You know what I mean? And the reason I mentioned that's what it, most people thought when I was playing. To be there. Exactly, exactly. That's Duke. He's one of those people. Well, that's as may be. I mean, you know, part of being a teacher means sizing up what people are doing and figuring out what level they're at. But here's the thing. When I started playing with him, I didn't realize that that was like the first, this is the second game he ever played. So I was like, come up here on the top lane and make sure you get this and that. And he was like, how do I buy stuff? And I was like, oh, I got to step it back a little bit. Okay, let's buy you some health tangos and whatever. So, I mean, you know, that game is so much fun, and I love it so much. So if anybody else wants to learn how to play Dota, holla. I will play with Yeah, I was. I mean, have you changed his mind, though? Because I was listening to him on the Overseas Connection, and he said he didn't like it at all. Well, I think I did help him see. Yes, I think. I don't know about changing his mind, but I think I was very helpful to him, which is nice to hear, because that's what he put in the comments of the YouTube video and stuff. Like, the problem with that game is if you try to figure it out yourself, I think you're destined to fail, and you're going to hate it. I think having someone who knows what they're doing show you how to play it, I think is 10 times more fun. Because, for instance, he bought a shield in the game. And he's like, how do I use my shield? But objects don't work like that in Dota. Everything is passive. Well, not everything. There are some things that you use that will be active. You know what I mean? Like, there are some things, but most things are passive. You buy boots... What, you just run fast. What do you mean passive? I don't understand what well, you mean. Like everything. Well, you just add it, and then presumably it just adds an it just adds an effect to your. Exactly. You have a defense person. rating, and when you buy a shield, yeah. defense rating goes up by three or whatever it is. You don't yeah. have to activate the shield. Now there are magic spells, and there are boots that give you you know invisibility power or whatever. But by and large, the stuff you buy is you know there's some stuff that's active, there's some stuff that's passive, and shields, for instance, are passive. Most of the stuff, well. Now, see, that's the thing is you can't really use generalizations with Dota. Like, there's so many different kinds of things. And that's the thing. When we got done with the game, he's like, there is so much depth to this game. And I was like, yeah, I've played it for like, I have no idea how many hours I've put into Dota. But the point is, 
um, let's say 100 hours, probably more than that. I really only feel competent, not perfect, not like I'm not an expert. I feel confident with the Drow Ranger, and that's one character for 100 hours. I've got, you know, I can sort of play as Zeus, I can sort of play as the Death Prophet, and that's pretty much it. So, you know, if I ever got tired of those characters, I could, you know, choose from any of the other hundred characters, and there's just so much there, you know? Yeah, I mean, I get all that. I mean, one of one of um, Richie's big gripes with it was just the sheer amount of stuff that you could buy. Oh, yeah. Sure. Because he was just like, you know, there's just so much stuff, he didn't even know where to begin. And that's a pro- common problem. I had that problem. But here's the thing. For every character, there's... Give or take, I mean, there's room to wiggle around, but there's a best build for every character. And what you should do when you start playing Dota is pick a character you really like and then watch videos. There's, you know, usually a 10 to 20 minute video that everyone, you know, for every character, there's a little video out there that will help you to figure out sort of the best way to play it. And then there's a wiki and you can read the wiki about that character. And the thing is that the reason there isn't one single best build is because how you play your character is going to depend on who you're fighting against. So the heroes on the other team might be all ranged heroes, and then you don't want something where you have to do everything melee. You know what I mean? So it's there's there's all these different. It's very sensitively dependent on the initial conditions, as they say in Chaos Theory. So yeah, I mean, how do you feel? Apparently, they're going to be adding the goat from Goat Simulator in as a courier or something. <laughs> well, that's fine. All the couriers and stuff. That's all totally cosmetic. So I think that's cute. Um, doesn't yep. really affect the game at all. I'm sure he'll be there lolling along with his tongue hanging out, doing whatever he's supposed to be doing. You know, it's funny, because they had a thing for the, like, uh, I guess it was a couple of weeks ago now. They had this thing where it was like Chinese New Year, or maybe it wasn't Chinese New Year. No, it probably was, because that's around February, right? So it was like they had this game mode where you had this enormous bull running through the map. And I never actually played it, but I saw all the announcements about it. And I was like, and I talked to a student who plays it, and he was like, it totally changes the whole game. And I was like, that's very interesting. And they only had it for like a month. Like I say, they must have done a lot of work to make that happen. It was totally free. And it only happened like every six hours or so. Like the game, but when you went on to Dota, it was like the bull is sleeping. It will wake up in many hours. <laughs> I was like, that's, that's Valve right there, isn't it? Like here's this free thing. Yeah. I, do, I mean, I do, like, I do like what Valve does, but um, apparently they've been, he's been talking, Gabe Newell has been talking, hasn't he, about Half-Life 3. Really? A little bit, yeah, saying saying that, you know, it'll only get made if the timing's right and all this and the other, if there's a reason for someone to make it at Valve and all this stuff. So he's still being very, very cryptic. Yeah, he's still being, he's, he sees themselves more of a service provider now, he says, than a game developer. Well, I think there's room in Valve for both, and I think that when they started talking about these Steam boxes, I was worried about that. But, I mean, you know what, look, here's the thing. I don't mind that if Valve doesn't make any more games, but I think other game developers need to learn the lessons of Valve's games because they do so many things so well. Alt-tab out of Dota 2 is a piece of cake. It's beautiful. A lot of games, when you alt-tab out of them, it's just, it just becomes a nightmare. And I'm like, dude, that seems like the type of thing that every game developer should be able to nail down. So I agree. I agree. I mean, they do do a lot of great stuff Valve, <laughs> when they do it. In- <laughs> If, yeah, do do. It's a while since I said do do. When they do eventually get around to making games, and you know, we we all sort of hanker after them doing something, but 
eventually, I just think something will come out of the studio again. You know, they will make so. something for people. Yeah. You know. Uh-huh. I'm just sick of Gabe Newell just being cryptic about everything all the well, time, though. It's very frustrating. Who has made a lot of money for Valve. I mean, this is probably their best grossing game, just in terms of sheer money. Just because yeah. of Team, Team the... Fortress. I mean, like, most of their yeah. games make a lot of money for Valve. And, 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 uh, this is the other go thing. Dota 2 and Team Fortress seem like they're perpetual cash cows because people are buying the outfits for their characters. People are buying the hats in Team Fortress 2. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Everybody uh, wants to look unique, though, don't they? That's the thing. But it doesn't this even. This is my matter. theory. This this is my theory. On, on they'll definitely come out with a game again. It's because the people that work there probably want to make a game. Yeah. Sure. You know what I mean? They went there to make great games, and now they're a service provider. They won't stay around if they're just going to stay a service provider. You know, right. they're going to stay around if, if they get to do what they want creatively. Yeah. Um, you know, exempt Mr. Fish said it's hard to get into. I assume he's talking about Dota 2. Hardly Dan said he's not in any MOBAs. The communities are toxic. That's true. And exempt Mr. Fish said there's 12 year old nerds screaming at you because you don't know how to play. That's true. But here's the thing. Um, oh, Rich is in the chat. Hi, Rich. I hope you don't mind me talking about you. Anyway, um, yeah, the thing is, that's why you got to find decent people. And they're out there. They're very rare. But if you can find – first of all, you got to play against bots when you're learning. You don't want the other team relying on you when you first start playing. So just play you and a friend versus bots with bots on your team. Because you, then you don't have to worry about people getting mad at you if you lose or you know you don't play well or whatever. You feed the enemy team. But once you get a little better, and you sort of know the basics of how the game works, then you can go into bot matches, humans versus bots. And you'll generally have people on your team who, A, know what they're doing, or, or B, are learning like you. And if they know what they're doing, they're likely not worried about the fact that you're feeding the bots because they'll be okay. People tend to play bot matches because they want an ego boost. Like if I play Dota 2 against humans and I lose miserably, I'll say, okay, you know what? I don't want to go to bed angry, so I'll play a bot match, and then I'll play with other people who also, you know, will rip up the bots, and we'll have a good game, and it'll be fun. So those are some tips for if you're starting with Dota 2, but I don't want to spend talking about Go ahead. So let's ask you, how is Battlefield Hardline then? How's the PC handling that? How's it handling it? I said last week I wasn't sure about if I was going to buy this or or not on opening day, and then I I went on Origin... And it actually worked. Origin worked because normally I think of Origin as this stupid thing I have to have to play Battlefield 4. But I went on there and it was like, oh, you can if you pre-order, then you can download the game now and you can start playing it the day the minute it releases. Right. And I know this is not new to anybody else. Everyone knows this is how a lot of games work now. But this is my first interaction with it. And I was thinking that would be nice to just start playing it right after school tomorrow. So I bought it right. the, the like the day before it launched. I wow. succumbed the and I, like I said, Grand Theft Auto Five I think was the last game I bought on day one, and then before that it was Battlefield Bad Company. So the Battlefield games, man, I'm just like yeah. But here's the thing: Hardline is fun, but the, or the hot wired mode where you move the cars around instead of capturing you know state. I like that mode a lot. Yeah. I, I had a lot of fun playing. That. It is fun, but the the matches are over so quickly. And the maps are also small, so it feels like as soon as you get in your car and you start driving away, you run into the border, and it's like, where are you going? Get back here. And it's like, you've got 10 seconds to get back, and the screen's flashing red. So this, the maps are very small, and you're constantly getting blown up, and, and it's just it's a very hectic game mode, which is fine. It's fun, and it's a nice change of pace, but 
when I start the game up, I'm like, eh, I'd rather play Conquest. So like I'm playing a lot of just regular old Battlefield Conquest, but it's good. It's a really well-made game. And the other thing is, I realized having a decent scope on your gun makes a huge difference. Earlier today, I started in with you know this better gun, and it was really hard. I wasn't doing very well at all, and I couldn't, you know, people 100 feet away, I was getting slaughtered by them. And then I got a decent scope on my gun. It made all the difference. Now I'm get, I'm actually going, you know, positive on these, um, you know, going on these big conquest maps. Yeah, exactly. I will so be, is playing, it, is I will it, is be that... playing this game soon because uh, my good friend, good old pal, old buddy, old pal Marsh bought Battlefield Hardline and texted me today saying he hates it. He thinks it's awful, and he says I don't mind if you want to lend it. Oh, wow. Um. Can I, can I just ask, you know when he's playing Conquest, is it 64 player? Yes, it's 32 to 32. Yeah, so 64 player. So big big maps, though. They're big, big enough maps, for, yeah. to handle. And I remember one time when I first started Battlefield 4, I was like, it seems like there's more than 64 players. Of course there isn't. What was I thinking? I don't know. It just seemed so enormous. And they are. They're big games. Like, you know, on the PC especially. I, don't know, I guess it's probably not different on the PC, but what I remember of Battlefield 3 on the PC was or on the console like the maps just weren't very well designed and battlefield four, they did a much better job and hardline, you know, there's, there's this one map where you're basically trying to take over this big estate, you know, like this mansion and there's, you know, the garage area and then there's the main house and then there's the guest house. So, you know, there's several different buildings and you take over different parts of it. It's a pretty small map. There's part of the map is like cut out. So, you would go from flag E to flag B by just going across this field, but you can't. Right. It's, it's that, you know, where are you going, soldier, leaving the battlefield? So, like, a quarter of the map, you can't go into it, which is so stupid because that means that, again, you have this bottleneck where the enemy knows where you're coming from. And I'm just like, that's so annoying. The best thing about yeah. battlefield, as I've said, is sneaking around, getting a flag when they're not expecting you. And there are maps where you can do that, so I'm actually really liking the map design. Uh, how how are you liking it that it's sort of non-military? Because obviously, you know, in the past, all battlefield games are military. No, whereas this it is, is still military, it, which is the weirdest thing in the world because you have criminals flying choppers around, which doesn't yeah. happen. So I guess, I guess. Still, it's more that they took the military skin and slapped it on the battlefield game than they did take the battlefield game and slap it, or battlefield skin and slap it on a cops versus robbers you know what i mean does that make sense it's like yeah it's still the same basic game it's just that you say instead of saying like the terrorists are over there your guy will highlight an enemy and say the cops are over there or the criminals are over there so it's really it doesn't feel very different from battlefield 4 in terms of just how you play each match um the maps are maybe a little smaller i don't think they are smaller it's it's a yeah i mean and the other thing is, this is this is the first Battlefield game that's not made by Dice as well, which really? is kind of interesting. That. Yeah, it's made by Visceral. Interesting. You know who made who made uh, Dead Space? They clearly didn't want to deviate much from the Dice formula. So, like I said, it's a lot like Battlefield Four in a lot of respects. Um, I don't know that I feel happy that I got it for day one. You know what I mean? Like, especially a lot of Conquest. I'm like, I could just keep playing Battlefield Four. Like, it really reason for me to have spent that much money to buy it day one uh, especially because this is the craziest thing i came home after school and i was like oh, i can play battlefield Hardline. all right i started it up and like there were like a hundred people on the whole thing 
And I know that's the U.S., so maybe I needed, you know, and as the evening went on, more and more people came on. But it was just like, oh, wait, that's why it's silly to buy a game you're planning on playing multiplayer because nobody's really playing it. Not that there was nobody playing it, but yeah. Yeah, there wasn't many people. There weren't that many people, but it's filling up. And it's interesting because some people have, you know, especially on the PC, I think this is going to be the best thing about it is you have people setting up servers that are different from your vanilla servers, right? So there are some servers that have a lot of extra tickets. That's the other thing. And I think it's a special to Hardline. The rounds feel much faster. Like Hardline is going to be, or Hotwired is going to be faster because your, you know, cars are blowing up and it's a small map when you're doing Hotwired. But when you're playing, even the, the Conquest maps, it just feels like the game is over more quickly. And so it's nice that there are some servers where they have, you know, like if you start with most games, you have like 700 tickets on each team. These maps or these servers will have like 1,500 tickets, which sometimes sucks if it's, you know, one team is dominating the map. And there was one that I played the other day where the map was totally bottlenecked. It's this hotel complex. And, you know, generally speaking, the cops are going to dominate it. And then you end up on one end of the map, just fighting for your life. And as soon as you poke your head out, 17 guys are pointing their guns at you, <laughs> take your head off. So that's, that's one of the differences. It seems like the rounds are over more quickly now, but um, yeah, it's good. I really like it. the one thing I don't like about it is that the fighting against helicopters, if you're in a helicopter, you can do battle against other helicopters, which is nice. And if you find a pilot, I had a round where we were doing hot wired and I wasn't even paying attention to the cars for the most part. We were up in a chopper. We had a really good pilot, and I was a mechanic. So I would get on the minigun, and I'd be and I'd blow up cars and stuff, and that was cool. But then the chopper would show up, the enemy chopper would show up, and we fight, you know, chopper versus chopper, and that was pretty neat. But if you're on foot, you have to go find a stinger rocket. You can buy it in the game, but especially on the hot-wired version, you have to buy it for your car and then get it out of the trunk of your car. And then right. chop it down that way, which, I mean, whatever, that might be okay. I haven't done that yet. But when you're playing the Conquest maps, there are these little icons all over the map to indicate there's a Stinger rocket hidden here. And you have to run to that location, get the Stinger rocket, and then you can attack the choppers. I like in ba uh, Call of Duty that, that you can have a Stinger rocket as your second weapon, because on Battlefield, your second weapon is going to be a handgun. That's just the way it is, which is, I mean, whatever. It's a different kind of game, so... So have you any interest in, at all in playing the campaign, just to let us know if that's Not any really. I mean, I might at some point play it, but to tell you the truth, when it comes to single-player campaign games, I've got... I bought Valiant Hearts. I don't think I told you all that. I bought that, um, and I've got it installed. I've got Assassin's Creed Liberation that I want to play. I've got Shadow of Mordor that I'm working on, and yeah. so it kind of feels like... I don't, And I'm not really excited about the um, campaign of... You know, what's it? Of, of Battlefield Hardline. Hard. But in addition to that, don't, don't forget, you've also got the vanishing of Ethan Carter to play. I was like. just looking at my Steam list, and I was like, eh, nothing else stands out. And I was like, duh, vanishing of Ethan Carter. Yeah, I think you'd really enjoy that as well. I'm I'd sure love to know what you thought about it. It's just it's yeah. weird because I kind of feel like I want to finish Shadow of Mordor before I start another story-heavy game. So I probably will play Ethan Carter next because it won't be as long as... Assassin's. No, no, it takes. It only takes. It'll probably take you about five hours. Yeah, I would so imagine. I might take a Saturday. Maybe one day on spring break, I'll be like, oh, you know, I'm gonna knock that out. Yeah, yeah, because it's a fairly shortish game. Yep. Well, that's cool. Now, normally at this point, we do some news and stuff, but I thought we'd do something different this week. <gasps> no, 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 no. 
No, uh, no, no. I, I forgot. What do you mean? No, 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 no. I forgot. I played something else. What? What? You played something. What else did you play? I can't believe I forgot it. To be fair, it was. Uh, it's a little indie game. It's interrupted by stupid sound effects. But you are going to Skypey. I know you've gone. You've actually. You were a bit Skypey, heard you, but not too bad. Yeah. Am I Skypey so now? You've gone all right. No, you've both gone all right now. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's a little indie game. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of it, Stu. There's a, it came. There's an update for it last week. I don't, do you know this? Should I go ahead and play the sound effect now? Because <laughs> it's not going to be an indie no. game. Attention, it's listeners! Not it's not an game. actual indie game. He's It'll be a triple A game of some description. Yeah. It's um, uh, yes, GTA. I'm assuming. G- GTA heists. To be exact. Yes, I believe. I believe so. Uh, I can't believe you didn't talk about this. No, we it, talked about you know, it last. It feels you like you don't want to be repetitive. Well, I, I talked about how it didn't work last week. I. Uh, <laughs> well, you said when it, it worked, did, it was awesome. So. Yeah, but it worked this week, uh, and and I played it for Twitch Tuesday. But I, it's been it felt like that long ago that I just completely forgot about it. It felt like weeks ago. But anyway, um, yeah, GTA Heists works now. Uh, it works pretty damn well. Uh, we got some good games in, and uh, it's a lot of fun. You know, the, the, I've only done the prison heist and the tutorial heist. And the prison heist, you have to sort of break somebody out of prison, uh, and the guy looks like Heisenberg. And uh, nice. you, you think that's intentional? So, of course, he may, is. maybe. Um, but he's a Russian guy, so whatever. Anyway, uh, you, you, so there's four roles, and this is the thing about the heist is that you have to have four people to play it on the four play a heist sorry you can't be short one person and the rules are the roles are uh demolition and that person basically uh blows up the, the there's a there's a there's a prison bus going to the jail you have to hijack a prison bus uh because you've already stolen a prison bus it's because they're expecting one you basically replace it with your one and they have trackers so you have to park it close to the prison but if you if you and if if you hijack the prison bus that's not going to the prison and and it stops for too long you fail the mission because the track if the tracker bus stops for too long they they, they know something's wrong so you have to you see there's a, there's a mission similar to that in the main game isn't there where you have to steal a prison bus yeah yeah and, and so, so with this one you you kill this is just one role so you you kill the person in the bus and you blow it up and then um, you get into a helicopter and when, and then it's your job then to um, fire away the the, um, the the jets that are coming because these jets are trying to attack the pilots and their pilot pilot's job is to basically just fly around and avoid jets um, until the pilots need it. So um, and then the other two roles are one is uh, the, the they both break into the prison, but one is uh, opposing as a prisoner. So they've got like the, the the orange trousers and the and the the white vest, and one is posing as a police sorry prison officer and driving the bus. Right. So you're driving all normal and you're fine. You get out the bus and about I think it's about like thirty seconds or something. It all goes to pot. They figure out that you're not really the people and you start shooting your way through and you shoot your way through the prison, massive loads of shooting to a wall. The other person's fighting the blowing up the prison bus. And while the pilot's flying around, these two people are fighting in the prison, waiting for them to get out. Once they get out, you get to the airport, 
the pilot picks them up, the person in the chopper stays there, and then you all go to the beach, you parachute out, and then you get you, you dump the jet, uh, sorry, you dump the plane that you were in, you get into the chopper, and you fly away. That was the, yeah. that's the highest. I mean, I mean, I must admit, it's, it's interesting. I've heard a lot of people say they're tempted to rebuy it on the back of, of high speed added to it. They're, they're fantastic. You know, they're really good fun. And a lot of touches in there. You know, when you finish the hoist, you, you can see all your guys celebrating and, and cheering on and, and really happy that you've that you've uh, that you've done done the hoist. Just loads of great things like that. It's, it's, it's just yeah. And there's all set up missions as well. So the bus that you use to get into the jail, you have to steal. Uh, you have to steal, I think, the plane or the, the helicopter. You have to get these things. You know, like the hoists in the single-player game, if you've got to drive three cars to the bank and then get away in three cars, you don't magically just get these cars. You have to find them. You have to earn them. You have to do a mission to get them. Same with the prison bus and the, and the plane. You have to get them somehow. So you have to do missions to get, to get them. So those are the only ones. Under, so it works really well now. There's no issues with it at all. It only lasted a few days, apparently, after it was released. So I'm really happy with GTA Heists. Yeah, there'll be no issues until it releases on PC, and then there'll be loads of issues on that version. But, yeah. Uh, we'll yeah. see. We'll see. Um, uh, step, yeah, so as step, a, Jay said, step Jay said he's up for Heists on Tuesday, but I think I'm going to be playing a different game on Tuesday for Twitch Tuesdays. Um, I think I'll be playing City Skylines just to get that. Get that in there a bit more. There you go. So. Well, I'm I'm off this weekend coming, but I haven't decided what uh, weird and shit game I'm going to be playing yet. So I'll uh, I'll decide that nearer the time. Um, but Ooh. yes, as I just alluded to earlier, earlier we're not we're not really going to do news tonight. We might do some super quick news at the end. Um, but what we are going to do, we have got a new forums for anyone who doesn't know. We have new all new veteran gamers forums. Yeah, check them out, people. And uh, we've got a lot of new people who have introduced themselves. And, of course, one of the questions we ask is, what do you want us to talk about on the podcast? Yeah. So we've got loads of new topics for Regtime Topics. So I thought we'd do some of these for a change. Oh, yeah. So there you go. Uh, so the first one is from Metric Pizza, and and he wants to know this question. He says, uh, "How, why, and when did you decide your careers?" So there you go. So over to Duke, I guess. To okay. Begin. So when I, I think I probably told the story before, but I'll tell it again. Um, so when I was in junior year high school, uh, when I was I don't know what uh, you know you're two years left to go i had a really uh, teacher who inspired me to be a teacher myself because she was so terrible i said to myself you know what there need to be more good teachers in the world and then i realized ooh, that should be me so yeah i started working on being a teacher and now i'm a teacher and i try mm-hmm. to be everything that that teacher was not so there you go chini how did you decide to become a filmmaker Hardly a filmmaker. It's a, it's a media production company. But um, oh, filmmaker. Oh, whatever. Stop bloody splitting us. You know what films. we mean? Am I? Jesus. You do Christ. make films though, don't you? I make videos for for businesses that need people. Anyway, to look at how anyway. did you decide? Come on, never mind that shit. I, I I looked in my bank and I saw that there was no money in there. So what I did <laughs> is I worked out a way to get money. And I thought, hmm, what am I good at? Well, I'm not really going to sell my body because I know I'm good at the sexing, but I don't want to, you know, 
put myself down to that level. So I thought, what else am I good at? Uh, when I was at university, I didn't really know what I was going to do, but I sort of went into media anyway because I thought, hey, I don't know, I'm pretty good. And then one of the um, one of the courses uh, was you could either do a written uh, article for a newspaper, a radio show, or a video. And there was us four lads, and everybody was doing written or radio because it's easy, and nobody was doing a video. So uh, I, I said to the three other lads, I said, I can, I can edit video. I've been, making, like, I've been editing videos for years. Never once thought I'd make any money out of it, but just, I just knew how to do it. And, and I, thought, I said to them, if we make a video, we're just going to stand out. You know what I mean? We're going to knock it all out. So uh, I, I, we made this video. It was really successful. So me and Matt, who's now my business partner, made more. And then we started Stance Around Media. And then the rest is history. There you go. Uh, well, that's for me. Mine's a bit weird, really, because uh, when I was younger, my mum spent quite a lot of time in hospital. And because of that, when I was about sort of 12, 13, I used to have to cook all the meals at home. So as a result of doing a lot of cooking at home when I was very young, I sort of decided to become a chef. So that's how I ended up being a chef. He was made one. I was kind of made one, yeah. I had to do all my own ironing and sort myself out for school. Yeah, I kind of, kind of had to do a lot of shit when I was younger. So there you go. You didn't have the lifestyle so many of us did. I know, yeah. I used to even cook. I used to have to cook my brother's meals for him because he just couldn't do shit for himself. And he was like four years older than me. So I, I used to cook cook both our meals for us and stuff when we were younger. So there you go. So that's how I, I became a this chef. This conversation can serve no purpose anymore. Sorry, well, that was good timing, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, right. Second one is from The League 1861. And he wants to know this. He says, uh, do you think there will ever come a time in your life when you will stop playing video games and have your partners ever tried to stop you playing them? No, the Duchess never really tried to stop me playing them. Um, she wants me to admit that I have a problem, which I do, and I admit that readily. But, um, you know, it's it's a question of moderation, like with all things. So do you do you genuinely feel you have a problem? I feel like there have been moments when, mostly in the past, but occasionally now, where, you know, like I'll lose track of, you know, what I need to do or, you know, I'll I'll just, you know, not take responsibility for certain things but generally speaking i think it's a functioning i mean you know it's it's something that's there i really do think it's generally a uh something i kind of wrestle with a little bit so i don't know i but it's 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 something i'm conscious of not because it's a problem so much as it is like it could be a problem it could very easily be a problem you see that's interesting because i i don't think i i play a lot of games but i play them in moderation i don't i never go crazy you know what i mean i never sort of spend that i never i never play a game and completely lose track of time or forget that i'm supposed to have done something and just don't do it because i've completely forgot where yeah i never get into that kind of mindset yeah you know that happened to me very often these days but you know there have been times when it's like you know, oh, I needed to walk the dog half an hour ago or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, out of, out of interest, his question was, do you ever see a time when you might not play video no, games? definitely not. Definitely not. Yeah. Um, 
I don't think I'd ever stop playing video games. I, don't, I can't see any reason why I would. And and I think the main reason for that is because there's always something new to play. Yeah. <laughs> you know, every year something different comes out and there's always something or advanced, Stu. you know. Or, Stu, something old to play. So something, this oh, new something stuff kept on going out. And he was like, I don't like the new stuff where you have to put a rod up your ass and put gloves on and put this stupid thing on my head. Um, yeah, I'm just going to play my Super Nintendo. You know what I mean? So there's always games around. There is, there is, and I think, I don't, and I think, you know, one of my biggest things with video games is just, I'm just interested in innovation. You know how things keep changing, you know, and and getting better and more interesting all the time, and and I, and I think that's what keeps me coming back. It just keeps me coming back every time something different comes out, and I think that's why I play a lot of indie games. You know, I play a lot of yeah. sort of unusual stuff because I want to see where the innovation is, and I think a lot of that stuff happens at the smaller developers, not necessarily at the big guys. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I, and I think that's what keeps me coming back. As for my wife, she's, she doesn't necessarily approve of my video game playing, but I have learned to play at times when it at least affects her, so she she doesn't really bother about it too I'm much. I'm not sure of time, Chinny. Uh, yeah, Chinny. Um... I will always play video games, and Tara is jealous because she wishes she had time to play them. <laughs> because in her downtime, but my, video games is a massive part of my life, so this any sort of downtime I'll have, purpose. I will play them. In her downtime, she will watch. This is the, the only way is Essex and not play games, but she wishes she wants to play Rayman, basically, with me. Yeah, I mean, and that's fair enough. And I, and I must admit, I do mix it up with other stuff, you know. When I'm on a day off, I'll play video games in the morning, maybe, and go for a walk in the afternoon outside. So I don't... You know what I've been you doing know, more of, though, to... this week? I've done, I've done more of something else than play video games in my day time. No, it's not masturbation. Um, uh, have, you got, have you got a sore wrist? <laughs> well, I have, actually, because I've been learning <laughs> the piano. Ooh, ooh, get you. Yeah. So that's that's what I've been doing. So you know, like another hobby will sort of take over for a little while. Oh, video games is always in there though. Yeah. So. Yeah, video. And you'll be okay at playing piano. You've got big fingers, long fingers. You need long fingers. Yep. Um. But yeah. By the way, so you can't of, play the saxophone. You got stubby fingers. Yeah. Talking talking of uh, other things other than video games. Uh, we're nearly at the end of season one of Game of Thrones. By oh the way. yeah. Huh? Oh my god, that show is brutal. It is very brutal, and as I'm I'll just, be telling oh. the uh, um, Writers Institute, uh, it's a pessimistic game. That's really the problem, or the pessimistic not game, but movie or show rather. And I can get into more detail about that some other time. But yeah, but I must admit, I've got to say, um, there was a, there was a scene in 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 one of the episodes. I think it was either six or seven, and it wasn't the most gory of scenes but it was definitely the most disturbing thing i've seen so far and I, i'm not going to elaborate for anyone who is you know hasn't watched game of thrones or is, is wanting to watch it but my god it made me feel a bit sick yeah oh, true. It, it it did make me feel a bit sick so i can i can only recommend it though it is, it is a superb uh written and acted show though it's very oh, yeah, very, it's very I, haven't, I haven't seen any of it yet but i've, I've i learned today that one of my favorite actors is in it so Who's that? And that's um, Paul K. So Who's that? I'm a fan of him. He's a, he did he did he's done a, a lot of things. Um, uh, but he he did Dennis Penis, which was just a hilarious character. Um, Why? He's done it. Sorry. Paul- I haven't seen him in it yet. I must admit, I haven't seen him in it yet. So uh, Dennis Penis. 
Who's he? Yeah, Dennis Penis. He, he interviewed celebrities and just took the piss out of them, basically. Yeah, yeah. He's one of his best. K Paul and then K K I Y. Yeah, he said to was it uh, Joan Collins? He said you look a million, and she said what? And he said, oh, thanks for that. Yeah, yeah, a million lira. So he plays a character named Thoros. He's I don't know third season. I was going to say I haven't. I've definitely not seen him in the first season. Anyway, yeah. but I can definitely recommend it, Ginny. You should definitely give it a go. It's uh, it oh, takes well, a bit I, of getting into. Yeah, it's, it's, it's Paul Kay was in space. He's good. He's good friends with yeah. Simon Pegg and all that. So Paul Kay actually did a cameo part in Shaun of the Dead. So he's one of the zombies in Shaun of the Dead as well. Um, uh, there you go. But yeah, he was. He's unrecognisable in Game of Thrones. I saw a picture of him in yeah. Game of Thrones, and he looked absolutely different. So, but I've got to say, even now I'm going. You know, we're up to about episode eight or whatever. There's only ten ten episodes in the first season. We're up to about episode eight, and I'm even now I'm going. And and who is he again? And, yeah. and what relationship right. is he to, to it's them? It's a great uh, image you should see, Stu. It's like I asked my father, who's been watching the game, the show, and really enjoying it, to name the different characters, and like all of them are like red lady, uh, dude who's married to the other dude, and you know stuff like that. So it's very funny. Yeah, it is funny, but yeah, it's, it it is great. It is gruesome and very disturbing. Oh yeah, uh, but definitely worth watching. It is a very well made story uh, TV show. Um, I have problems with it, but, but, you know, it's very compelling viewing, no doubt about it. it definitely, definitely. Uh, anyway, on to the next question is from the real Kahuna. Real Kahuna. And he wants to know, they said, are there any old games that you never managed to finish that you'd like to have a go at now? It still bugs me. I never finished uh, Mission, Im- oh, oh, Mission Impossible or Impossible Mission on my Commodore 64. Hmm. So games that you'd never finish from back in the day that you, you'd like to think about going back to and, and having another go. So, Duke, over to you. No. Sorry. No. No. None from Duke. Chinny? Um, yes. Uh, there is a game called Tomb Raider 3. Hmm. Ah, yes. Um, that I played the shit out of. And I got really far... Uh, in Tomb Raider 3, there are, you play the first sort of world, look, look, first sort of level, and it's in a, a location. And then you get the option of playing three different locations, like London, Africa, somewhere. And um, the, you do those three, and then you go to the Antarctica, and that's the last level. And I literally got to the last bit, and my PC broke. Oh, no. And oh, I no. played it. I played it PC Master Race again, even back in 2000. Yeah. And I played it again, um, like maybe about three years after that. And I, I did a bit, and I got further, and I was getting. But I never, never finished it. I never ever finished it. Interesting. So. You see, I tried to do this because I got fear on the on the Xbox 360, and I remember you playing that again. Yeah, and instead of instead of being able to manually save wherever you wanted, it was checkpoints. Mm. Mm. And I got to, unfortunately, it did a checkpoint, and I only had, like, two health packs. And then I came upon a big, massive mech thing that just kicked the shit out of me. But I could only ever restart again at the checkpoint with two health packs. Yeah. So it, it became almost impossible to get any further in the in the game. I hear- so... So I got it on PC, and I've I've not got anywhere near up to where I was on the 360 version, and I've just not got to go back to it. But I do regret not finishing it on the PC because there was no reason not to finish. Right. 
not to finish. Uh, I can't think of any others offhand. I'm sure there are because there's loads of games I've played Dark, and not finished. Dark, Dark Siders 2 was a game I never finished as well. Yeah. I, um, yeah. I, 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 I loved Dark Siders 1. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah. You weren't so hated, hated too. Hated yeah. it. Yeah. No, you see, Bullet really Storm. Bullet Storm's kind of one of those games because I bought that at the 360 and never took it out of the cellophane. Mm. Yeah, and I went when I traded in the 360. The guy at, at CEX had to take all the wrapper off and everything just to check the game was inside. And I'm like, it's worth about 50p, mate. Do you think I'm just you know, can serve no purpose anymore? Am I am I going to really bring you a sealed up box for 50p? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? Uh, so there you go. Uh, so I think that kind of answers I love that one. So collection is a game I never finished, but that's against my will. Yeah. You see, I finished. Which which Halo did I not finish? There was a Halo I didn't finish. Was it Reach? I didn't finish Halo Reach. I should I'm have talked about the Master Chief collection because it didn't work. So that's why. I didn't no, no, well, that's that's a different reason. That's a yeah. reason. Um, okay, next ones are from John Mouse, friend of the show, who I am also uh, going to be giving a lift to him and his mate. Oh, so yeah. I'll be picking him up at the train station. Uh, anyway, he wants to hear us talk about this: uh, the Division, Rainbow Six Rogue. Or The Witcher 3, Rainbow you can six. only choose one. Rainbow Six Go. Rainbow Six Rogue, ah, okay. Genie? What was the last one? What? Uh, the oh, Division. God. The Division, Rainbow Six Rogue, or The Witcher 3? Oh, uh, The Division. The Division. Uh, so so you've got to give some, some why, you, why you chose it. So why Rainbow Six over the other two, Duke? Um, well, The Witcher, I never finished Witcher 2, so I should finish that first. Uh, and then... I don't know. I'm into first-person shooter multiplayer. That's just kind of what I do these days. It's kind of your bag. Apart from MOBAs. Yeah. Chini, why the division? Uh, well, I don't know. I, th- I thought Grawl was pretty good. I understand it's pretty much the same peeps doing that. Um, Tom Clancy games, I'm, I, I'm a big fan of Tom Clancy games. Rainbow Six, I don't know. It looks okay. Um, but I think the division just sort of has more. I, I like the co-op aspect of it. Um, yeah, it's a tough call between those two. But and Witcher Three just talks in as a wizard and shit. So <laughs> that's by default, that just gets just gets. Uh, as, interestingly, that gives me another game that I that I'm disappointed and I never finished The Witcher Two. I got a long way into it and never finished it. So there's there's a game. I mean, I've got it on on PC on steam but again it, it when i played it i probably played about 30 hours of it and it's hard to go back to a game and start over again on pc and play all of that over again yeah it's kind of difficult but yeah the witcher 3 for me uh the other two i really couldn't care less about um you know they're not not, not anything I'm, no i'm not interested at all so that's that's kind of an easy question to answer for me so yeah so The Witcher 3, and, and I don't know I, whether, whether I'll ever go back and finish The Witcher 2, I don't know. I don't know, because I'd have to, like like I say, it was on the 360 I had that. Um, so I reckon, I reckon I'd reckon i probably never do it. But well, it's very I don't unlikely know. if it's on the 360. It is, it is unlikely, and obviously the big games, aren't they? You know, we're not talking something that can be done in about seven or eight hours here. Yeah. And that's that's the problem. It's a big time investment. That's the thing. It? It's kind of backfiring on some developers because, you know, if Dragon Age Inquisition weren't 100 hours, I might have it by now. But I'm like, I'm going to wait till the summer to get that or something like that. Yeah, it's not that. It actually isn't. It's oh, like, I- if you just... 
Concentrate. It's about 70 hours you can probably finish <laughs> it's it. It's not 100 hours, it's 70 hours. It's about 70. Yeah. It's about 70. Says the man who spends 100 hours playing Dota 2. <laughs> I know. I know, yeah, no problems. Yeah. It is, but you see, that's the thing with Duke. It, he will spend a lot of time on something like that, but he, I don't know, he, he sort of is selective as to what he'll spend that amount of time yeah. on. Well, the, the thing with Duke is that he, he doesn't like to waste time on games that he isn't going to enjoy. Yep. You know. Uh, anyway, the next one's from uh, uh, Phil Thee, who who did a show with pizza on it at one point. Yeah. You know, for yeah. a bit. You know, we don't know what the hell happened to that thing. Great but guests he did on do that show as well. It did. It was good. I loved it. But you know, it was a show. He's, he's a bit of a perfectionist. I think he only puts one out when it's absolutely perfect. It takes him that long to he's edit the valve it and sort of the it out. Podcast world. It is the Valve of Podcasting. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. that's Phil Thee. That is. Uh, anyway, this is his question. He says, eight-bit games. Uh, do they have a place in current generation, or is it just lazy design? Of course they do. No, no, no. Hammerwatch and and Super Meat Boy is kind of 8-bit. I mean, it's not 8-bit, but it's low-res. Shovel Knight was 8-bit, wasn't it? Wasn't yeah, Shovel to the moon, man. Yeah, exactly. The, I, mean, I mean, what I, have a place? Yeah, what I would say, and Broforce. Yeah? Yeah, what I would definitely yeah. say is... Um, I definitely don't think it's lazy game design. No. Not mean, at all. In some cases, it is. There are some games where they do that just because, you know, they don't feel like making actual good graphics. Yeah, I think there is an element to that. But if you look at a game like Broforce, on the surface, it just looks like an 8-bit game. But once you start playing it, right. all the effects that they add into that yeah. game sure. are definitely not 8-bit effects. You know what I mean? And I think... I think that's the difference. I think it is eight bit, but it isn't in some respects. Well, I think yeah, a lot of these. Some, I think some people think eight bit is just what it is. Right, eight bit simple, and then you, there's eight bit complex. Yeah, yeah definitely. You know, you, it takes it, it. Some some characters are really hard to draw. Eight bit is can be difficult to draw. You know, um, I mean, look at our little eight bit characters on the screen now on on Twitch. You know, they're oh, yeah. they're quite I complicated. They, they're quite they're quite detailed, and some some characters that people make for games, they're not very detailed. They don't put a ton of work into them. So. Uh, Verbal Rob's berating us because he's saying uh, uh, most games are 16-bit, not 8-bit, yeah. and uh, people get yeah. confused. <laughs> duh, 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 duh. But we know what we mean, that 8-bit art I, I style. 8-bit is NES and 16 is yeah. Super NES. Yeah, HD-ified, there you go. 8-bit HD-ified. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think there's a lots of lots of cool... With games with that There's sort of art style. A lot of cool games. A lot of cool games with that sort of art style that just work really, really well. And I think I don't think it matters. I think there shouldn't be any kind of boxes that games have to fit well, into. Well, I'll tell you this. I understand why people feel that way. It's because um, there are a lot of games that come out with that eight-bit sort of demo, you know, concept to them that are not great. So it's, but it's just as foolish to say that all games that are 8-bit or 16-bit are weak, as it is to say they're all awesome. You know what I mean? It's not yeah, the style itself. It's how much work and love is put into them. And, you know, don't get us wrong, you can have, you know, AAA games that are not that good either. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That, sort of event, that look cool, but they just don't play very well. So it's, I think fundamentally, it's kind of it comes down to good gameplay. Good gameplay makes the yeah, game. And Broforce is, is very good. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's a great example so of... Hammerwatch. Um, yeah. This conversation yeah. can serve no purpose anymore. Lots of games that play well like that. So, yeah, yeah. don't write them off. Don't write them off is the thing. 
Uh, next one's from I'm gonna GH. Put a video on the, I'm just going to put a video on the stream that uh, of, of good 8-bit games while we're talking. Why not? There you go. I like it. I like it. Why not? Uh, we'll have one more of these. We've got loads more to go through, but we'll have one more. That's all we've got time for this week, but we'll probably do a few more next week, and then we'll have some super quick news uh, emails, and then we'll get the hell out of here. Uh, this from GH Rocker, and he wants to know this. He said, the best things that have come out of having this podcast... That's what he wants to know. What are the best things for you that have come out of having this podcast? So over to you, Duke. For me, the best thing has been the sense of community. You know, people talking to each other, both in good times and bad, because there's a little of both when you're, you know, having a community. That's what community is. And I've said this before. I'll say it again. I probably talk to people on, you know, I talk to you guys every week. I don't talk to my friends from college every week. I, I'm lucky to see them like twice, three times a year. So I feel like I'm really lucky to know people who are involved in this. And, um, yeah, they're willing to just talk to me and, and just be involved in my life. I just feel like that's a really cool thing. Oh, there you go. That's cool. It's cool. Uh, Chini, what about you? What about you? It's It's usually just the cash um, <laughs> cash is nice I ain't gonna lie cold hard cash <laughs> uh, you, 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 you make a lot of friends don't you that's, I think that's the answer for all of us is you, yeah. you come across people you put yourself out there um, and you, I'm playing Battlefield I, I feel like I've, right now how cool is that it's, I'm, I, I've you know Duke's a friend Greg Richard Webster yeah I've got friends all over the world now uh, because of this I've got yeah. uh, you know people, friends in the UK uh, that are quite close to home and also some that are you know that that and we all we all get on with you know I don't think there's many people in our community in the game uh, game for the elderly community and, and you know all the others where we, we, we don't get on we're all you know sort of pretty normal People and we and we all share the same passion. We, we're connected via video games, but when we go to EGX and so on, you learn that we're, we're friends in other ways as well. You know, we all some some of us like the same music, or you know, we have similar sort of values or takes on things, and it, it's just interesting. And also, it opens you up to new things, like Duke. You know, listen to his show and and stuff like that. It opens you up to 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 new like topics that you wouldn't have thought that you'd be interested in and things like that yeah so it's pretty good yeah i mean i just think it's just like the same as you i suppose like everything i've got out of it you know it's just meeting people you know who listen to the show and stuff and you know just getting like just new friends all the time like you're saying just sort of you know, even, you know, when we announced that we we're going to have this meetup, we were like, oh, what if nobody comes and uh, and then like it looks like there's going to be loads of people there you know, which is just really, really cool. And I'm just, like, amazed and impressed um, that people are, are bothering to come and, you know, have a good laugh and maybe have some fun on the day and what have you. Uh, you know, and the Brexit fact that, like... We're getting, someone... we're getting a, a friend boner, a broner. I know, yeah. This conversation yeah. can serve no purpose anymore. Yeah, I was just going to finish off, and, you know, like I say, it's kind of incredible that Bongo is coming all the way from Ireland with his two sons and everything just for the day. Amazing. It's amazing. So there you go. So that's it. That's it for this week. We have got more. We have got more. So there's, more of these coming as well. there's, lo- there's plenty of people coming. There's loads of- I know there's loads of people coming. But you know, when you're doing these things, you're like, oh, nobody's going to come. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's cool. It's very, very cool. My, right, my we have brother got a was couple- talking about it. My brother was saying, I told him about the event, and my brother was like, 
I'm tempted. I'm tempted. So he should definitely come. It'll be fun. It'll be good fun. Uh, we have got a couple of emails, so let's get those out of the way. Let's do the emails for this week. Oh, All right. oh, email. Come on, Rich. We can win this. Whoa, that ruled. So the first email this week is from Derek Sainz. Uh, regular, very regular now. He's Thank like you, a Derek. good old, we appreciate good old regular poo. You know what I mean? You have one of those every day. We get an email every week. There you go. Uh, he says it's Cry Me a Blood Red River. He says, hi, guys. Cry about- me a river. He says, hi, guys. I will attempt uh, to listen live tonight, but just in case I have problems, I thought I'd email you as well. Now, I don't know whether he's been in the Twitch stream because we have some new people in, but I don't know what his name, username would be in here, so who knows? Who knows? Uh, by the way, does is, is Tuscan coming to the meetup? I don't know what his real name is. I think is. he is, yeah. Yeah, I think because I have no idea what his real name is. I don't know what no, he's called. No, the problem because you know what I might do. I might bring labels and go, "Who are you?" and yeah. stick them on people because I you you, think you don't realize people's names. We don't know people's real names. Name tags, do we? labels. Yeah, name tags. It's lame, but it's useful. Oh yeah. Anyway, it says based on your recommendations, uh, I bought Far Cry Four on the Xbox 360 this week. It says, after about five hours of play, I'm loving the game, which is instantly familiar. We played Far Cry 3. The graphics are great, the controls are responsive, and everything runs smoothly. Nice. Nice. Uh, yesterday, I saw a pre-order advert for the new Batman game due out in June. Do you know if it's going to be a PS4, Xbox One release only, or will there be a PS3, Xbox 360? My understanding is that it's only current generation. I could be wrong, though. It's, I don't it's, know. Yeah, I it's only on the Xbox One yeah, and the PC. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't think there was any old gen generations or versions of it, unfortunately. Um, it does look I've only very ever, good, though. I don't know. 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 Asylum with, for me was is still the best one. Asylum, you know what I mean? One, yeah, but I, I mean, this one's it's looking pretty, pretty nice. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Uh, he says I've only ever pre-ordered two games: uh, Resident Evil Four and Zelda: Twilight Princess on the GameCube. However. Neither arrived on time. Both took about a month to arrive after the official release date. Amazon cited short supply problems for the delays, which put me off pre-ordering ever again. Um, I thought Nintendo's short supply problems were a thing of the past, but after listening to comments on other podcasts, it seems certain Nintendo games are hard to come by, unless you're prepared to shell out some serious dough. Uh, Can you think of any good reasons why you should pre-order a game in 2015? Cheers, Derek. Um... The only reason, no. and this is no well, there is, there is no. one reason I would no. pre-order a game, and the only no. reason no. is that you get a discount if you pre-order. You know what? I usually no. think it was totally stupid to pre-order games, but now I'm like, um, have it available when you first, you know, like I did with Battlefield Hardline, to install it and be able to play it as soon oh, as pre-downloading. I, I suppose is and that's there's kind a, there's of a, it's not really there's a logic there, isn't there? There is a logic there at least. So. Especially when you consider that Star Citizen is going to have a 100 gig install. Uh, Star Citizen. It's always about Star Citizen, isn't it? Bloody 100 gigs. Anyway, yeah. Um, well, no, the only, my only thanks the there only with reason. you, Duke, with, with what you did, even though it doesn't seem like you had any problems, yeah. but if you pre-download a game and you play at midnight, what I've learned is if you buy a game day one, you are, you might be, you know, 
up for like connection issues and you know if you wait yeah, a couple right. days oh, like, sure. more, yeah, no. oh yeah there's a big thing to be said for that but like i said the only time i ever pre-order now is if it's if it's discounted if you got to say like 20 percent off for ordering it early uh, which happens more on steam than it does on retail games you know on like disc games you very rarely get a discount on disc games but on steam you get it quite often they'll knock 20 percent off if you pre-order yeah so yeah I do it for the Wonga, man. That's the only time I ever do that shit. Uh, so thank you, Derek, for your email, as always. And uh, obviously, we have got Jason is back on the case, man. We have got a Jason Gollaher email. I know, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. It's that long since I've done it. I've, I've done it wrong. It should be Jason. Uh, he says this. Uh, Donkey Kong caught on camera playing device six says, invest now for you and your children's future. He said, I was recently visiting eBay with all the Nintendo news. I was sure I could find a PU for less than $100 uh, when I came across fossilized dinosaur poop earrings and creepy haunted dolls. Uh, Mind you, I did have to adventure away from Mario to get to the good stuff. This dinosaur shit is absolutely huge right now. I mean, it was always huge, but anyway... Uh, I'm very excited for what's it called, the NX. Yeah, this week, uh, Nintendo have announced a new console, haven't they? Uh, which which we'll, cover, we'll have covered in the news if we could be bothered to do any news this week. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah, they've announced it. They've codenamed NX, and that's all they've said. So we don't know whether it's a, a handheld oh, replacement. News like, about so. fuck all, basically. It's news about an announcement of a new console, but that's all we know. So they're bringing out something right. new, but they've said no more. They just oh, keep yeah. saying, but the Wii U has a place in our ecosystem and it isn't going away, blah, 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 blah. So it's going away. So, Brilliant. Fantastic. Yeah, I would imagine it is. So I can't you see, wait I thought, this thing to come out because that means the Wii U will drop in price and then I can finally play Pikmin 3. Exactly. I mean, the first thing I thought when he said NX was next. NX next. You know, that was the first thing I thought, but who knows? It could mean anything when, when Nintendo's in the mix. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So anyway, yeah. So um, so sell your PU. Uh, oh, by the way, his first Nintendo host, uh, console person since the NES. Plus, uh, the going mobile. Yeah, the other announcement they made is that they're going to be uh, putting games on mobiles. On yeah, iPads well, that's and nice iPhones. Well, yeah. And Android. yeah. Uh, but I'm, I'm guessing they're all new games, not rather than sort of... Well, you don't think they'll put Mario on there? I would have said it's doubtful. Mm. I would have said it's doubtful but anyway uh, we'll we'll have to wait and see you won't we well they like money well, don't they they do like money but i don't I, but you've also got to think the type of platforming games that they create wouldn't work very well with touch screen controls true. would it really yeah that's true you yeah. know i was listening i was listening to uh, the boss wave and and oh. what they were saying on there which I kind of probably agree with, is that it'd be more of a constant runner like Rayman. You know, they'd sort of, you'd just sort of press the screen when you needed to jump, uh, but all the movement would be controlled by the, the game itself. That, that's yeah. what I think is going to happen. I would kind of agree with that. I think they'll be doing, they'll be doing games that work on mobile based around... Fraser said they're know, using current IP, whereas Verbal Rob says they're only, they said only new games. I'm going to, I'm going I don't to. know. Who knows? Who knows what they're going to do? Who knows what Nintendo's going to do? Anyway, the stock went up, so so the investors were happy anyway. Uh, so anyway, it says, sell your PU people, invest in the future of gaming. Nintendo stock went up by 36% and, of course, has dropped a little bit. Uh, but be sure of one thing for certain, depending on the pay model they go for with mobile gaming, uh, it has enormous dinosaur dropping potential, absolutely huge. I, I, I definitely think it does. 
I definitely think it's got big potential. Uh, I hope that I hope I have plenty of uh-huh. stock uh, when it drops on every five billion potential customers. Apple and Google will take their cut for sure, but Nintendo is a company that I might want to think about investing in it. Uh, if my dreams come true, this could be as big as Minecraft's shaft minus the shrinkage with huge potential of going fully erect at launch. Um, I don't know what the fuck he's talking about there. <laughs> I don't know what all that meant. The, uh, the, uh, Fraser and, and, and uh, Verbal Rob have forced it in the chat and basically said new games based on current IP. So like a new Mario game or... Which I do that. Work, it'll, be based on, it'll be based on Nintendo characters, of course. Which I, think, I think a Pokemon game is, is dying, to be on a phone. Oh, yeah, because that brain. would work perfectly, wouldn't it? Yeah. You know, even if it's like a card trade, just a basic card trading game will be yeah. on there for sure. I, I think it could be more than that. I don't. I, why have you got to keep it back? I think it could be more. Like you know, you walk around, you know, that sort of detecting friends who have Pokemon and you know that sort of stuff, like a street pass stuff on a phone. Like you fucking, you, you print him, money. Yeah, I'll, I'll be interested to see how they go about it though, because obviously, as we know, the games on the handhelds aren't cheap. So it'll be interesting to see what pricing model they go with. When they get it on there. Anyway, he says, Now a lot more people will play games that aren't just Flappy Birds or Candy Crushes. My iOS device will soon feature Mario and Zelda in the top of the charts. Let's hope they monetize this in the appropriate way. Uh, I know all you PU owners are going to feel as if you got the shaft, but look on the bright side. In the future, the shaft will be beneficial. Enjoy it. Maybe next time I warn you of something stinking, just maybe you'll listen, PU. Uh, later guys, got to work on my dinosaur shit and creepy doll business plan. It's going to be huge. Jason, so there you go. Thank you for that. I don't understand all the spot. Okay, Duke is just talking about Battlefield. I don't understand all the dinosaur stuff. (laughs) I don't know what he's doing. There's presumably someone selling dried dinosaur poo on eBay for some reason. It's probably been in the news or some some weird news. I don't know. Uh, Could mean anything. Who knows what he's talking about? Who knows? Um... And then we've got some. So we've got one from Pilch Reed, who I believe is in the Twitch chat. He is. Uh, he is saying, "Email for the show." Am I too late? Well, you haven't sent an email for the show. You just asked if you're too late to send one, and uh, you probably are now. So there you go. <laughs> well, no, he wasn't because we read it out. It wasn't. I've read out. Yeah, I'm, are you too yeah. late? Email. There you go. So you weren't there too you late at all. You got it. There you you go. got it. Well done. Uh, right at that point, uh, we've probably got time for. Five minutes of super quick news off Jimmy. I think we can do some little. I think we can do it faster than that. Go on, super quick news. So what's <laughs> going on, Jimmy? Super quick news jingle, Duke. He just like <laughs> what? Okay. Uh, no, 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 that's um, it was a super quick jingle, easy. Uh, yes, okay. Gabe Newell talks about Half Life Three, but doesn't say anything. Saying "fuck y'all." Uh, that's some super quick news. Uh, NX Nintendo Next Generation Hardware announced. Super quick news. Uh, Xbox for sale rumors. Yeah, apparently they keep on coming. That they're, they're trying to find a buyer for the Xbox part of Microsoft. Okay. Um, Drive Club developer Evolution confirms the layoffs. So yeah, go figure. Uh, Life is Strange Dev talks lip syncing issues. That's hardly news, but whatever. Uh, yeah, so no, apparently. Well, they've, no, just to clarify, what they've said is that in the first episode, there were a ton of, of lip sync issues. Uh, but they've said, basically, they've come out and they said, there is nothing we can do about it. That's just the way it is, and it's going to be the same in every episode. So get over it. Sony Falls' third trademark for The Last Guardian. That game has been in development so long that it's lost its trademark three times. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> 
Uh, and then uh, what else is it? What else is it? There's not a lot. Oh, free yeah, windows. That's, that's quite interesting. Oh. Yeah, that's quite interesting. One that you just clicked on. Yeah, in in Denmark, they're encouraging uh, blokes to give blood, and if you give blood, you can get a copy of Bloodborne for giving blood. Go. There so you there you go. go. That's kind of that's kind of a cool thing. I think there's other games available. I don't think you necessarily get that one, but that's one of the games available if you give blood. Cool is that, man? I'll be I'll be honest with Sweet. you. If if they did that here, I'd be off to give blood tomorrow. <laughs> I'd be like, I'll give you some blood for a game. Yeah, no worries. Here's Even though I'm not points. that bothered about playing it. Yeah, here you go. Yeah, they they did a similar competition for Grand Theft Auto. So it's like how many cars you can steal. <laughs> well, there was there was another thing. I saw some. I don't know where that was in a foreign country somewhere, and they were doing a similar thing with giving blood. Uh, but you got to play a first-person shooter while you were giving blood, and every time you got a shot, it sucked some blood out of you. <laughs> so it kind of like, as you were getting killed in the game, you were giving blood. So that was that was kind of cool. What about what about the game Seaman Three? <laughs> oh, so funny. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah, I get it. I get it. So yeah, well, so there you go. In a cup, probably. I know. I get it. I get it. I don't know what. Yeah. The joke? I, I get the joke. I get the joke. It's a whole. Did you replace blood with spunk? And you did miss you know the biggest is? news this week. It's, I do it's know what spunk is. Thank you. Thank you, Jim. Yes, thank you. Um, you did uh, miss the biggest bit of quick news though this week, didn't you? you oh yeah, you're right. Me. Let me just read that out. Uh, no one gives a fuck. How about that? <laughs> Kojima is leaving Konami after Metal Gear Solid Five is finished. Can nobody gives a what? So there you go. He's on his way out, man. He's gone. Uh, they've Maybe restricted his phone. Else. They've restricted his phone, email access. They've taken his name off all the previous Metal Gear games on the website. He's gone, man. There's been some. That sounds like a very. That sounds like a bad breakup. Yeah, there's some shit gone down there. There is definitely some shit gone you know down what? there. That's I'll tell you what it well. probably is. Um, Kojima, thanks. Oh, thanks for all your work on Metal Gear Solid. That's fantastic. Um, let me know when you get the idea for six. I'm, you know, I'm around till Friday. He's like, oh, I don't want to make six. I want, I want to try and make something else if I can. <laughs> That's fantastic. That, you're a funny guy. Make six now, you bastard. That's probably well, it was what it, I mean, what's what's even funnier is that literally within 24 hours of, of all the rumours spreading that he was sort of going, uh, Konami came out and said, oh, yeah, we're getting a, a whole new development team for the next Metal Gear Solid game, so don't worry, we're still going to make it. <laughs> so they were yeah. like, yeah, he's still coming. Because, I mean, Kojima's their big moneymaker. What, what have Konami got yeah. apart from that and Pro Evo? No. Pro Evo? We got Pro Evo fans in the chat, yo. Yeah, who plays that shit game? Oh, oh, shot! Oh wait, I have it. Oh man, it's gonna take me a second. Uh, Here we go. Shots fired! Shots fired! Oh, that's true. What what happens to Silent Hills now that Kojima's gone? Well, that's been a big well, question. Let me tell you the story here. Yeah, that's been a big question as well. So who knows what's it. gonna? You gotta hold out for ninety-three more tickets. I'll, I'll, tell, you, I'll tell you what happens. Uh, the, the game might be good and doesn't feature boobs with motion control. Yeah, I don't, do you know what though? Do you know what I'd say? To you? <laughs> you know what I'd say? 
the PT demo thing was incredibly excellent. Yeah, Chinny. It was Come a on. fucking hallway. It was very cool was, and clever, it though. It wasn't just hallway. It was the best hallway ever. It I'm was the best Kojima hallway clever. Kojima's a clever guy, and he puts interesting ideas into what some people call a video game, what <laughs> I call an experiment. <laughs> Piece of Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. Uh, that's kind of it, really. So we do need to do some shout-outs and get we the need to hell talk, out. Talk about winning something. Is oh, it he, what is it? oh, yes, that's right. Yeah, that, is that, That's in the show notes, I'm guessing, is it? Yeah, but he, he's leaving now, so we have to say it now. All right, okay, okay. Uh, yeah, this week's community news, the winner of Duke's book has been chosen, and it's Pilch Reed. So there you go. Signed copy of the book coming to you, I believe. Oops, so there you go. We're gonna well done, Pilch Reed. Apparently as well... Um, IP says he's got another competition up his sleevey, so he's going to be pulling ooh, some of else out. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, so, well done, Pilch. Well done. Uh, off to you, Duke, for your shout-outs, please. My shout-outs are Rich, Big Bad Daddy, for playing uh, Battlefield 4 with me, because we're about to win this. Yeah, baby! Oh, that was a good fight. We came right down to the wire. I will shout out Big Bad Daddy also for playing Dota 2 with me. Basically, Rich Bad Daddy is my best friend now, and he and I are bro romance something. DC whatever. Master Race Yeah, bros. exactly. Well, I, got, I mean, nobody else is playing with me. Some other people might want to play. I'll play with you. But Rich is like right there. I'm like, come on, dude. Let's do it. Um, I will thank Ultimate Pokemon for hanging out with me in Skyrim. And they were saying, oh, what mod is that? And, oh, I'm back on the PC, but I don't really have all these mods. And, oh, what's this? And so that was cool because, you know, most people don't give two craps about the uh, the mods that you've got. So it's nice to have someone who really cares. Um, and I will shout out Amras89. I hope his cleanse went well. I guess it's all over now. But he was talking about his cleanse when he was, like, drinking all of his fruit and uh, – Oh, play games that me and Chris have got again. Oh, snap. Shots fired! Shots fired! <laughs> That's a new one. Uh, I like it. I like it. I've been thinking, Duke. You haven't had a lot of new sound effects for a while. You need to sort of yeah, step that yeah. game up a bit. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> um... <laughs> I don't know what to say. I don't have so many. I mean, it takes. I don't know. There's like it's actually like screen real estate at this point because the main soundboard I have like 200 sounds on there. Maybe you should scrap some. Look, I'm just saying you got to You can't be complacent. You got to keep on your toes with these things. Yeah. Can we yeah. cut the condescending crap and play the game? <laughs> um, yeah, those are my shoutouts. The end. There you go, Chinny. Over to you. Obviously, everybody that's in the chat, uh, Fumu and the Piltry, Richard Webster. Uh, this the is Lee my 18. own little private uh, instant message with Rich Webster. Didn't you know that? D- Duke only comes on the show so he could talk to, to Rich, not to <laughs> that's actually that's playing games with, not uh, to you guys. You know, I, I, but I, you know, all the usual people that are in the chat, Hardy Dan, Mr. Fish, all that stuff. Um, but we have three new followers, which brings us to 292 followers on Twitch. I'll read their names out. Uh, Humanist Tangent, I think is how you say that. Uh, Carl KB, thank you very much. And Red Van Man, who I believe 
he's a postman. That makes sense because he has a red van and he listens to us while delivering the post. Very cool. That's cool. We like that. Yeah. Uh, we Fumu like requested the enchantment sound effect. Oh, I've not had that for a while. Um, I'm not a jukebox that you could just. <laughs> you got to at least put a quarter in. Enchantment. Enchantment. Yeah. There you go. There you go. The um, requests. <laughs> no, no more requests. No more. Shots fired. Shots fired. It's a good one. Uh, it's a good one. I like that one. Yeah. First of all, I'd like to shout out Skype because we have had a little bit of Skypiness tonight, but not so much. I have to fiddle with the show this week because last week. It took me ages Horrendous. to mess around with it. One of the worst shows you've ever been I did. on. I did. I had to spend hours to try and tidy it up enough to release. I, in fact, I cut out about 22 minutes Ooh, of show. Crazy. Amazing. Which is a lot. To edit something where every other I know. What's that about? You edit something. Stu looked like an Between, editor. We've had complaints. Stu, we've had complaints about how long it takes from the show from, from recorded to airing. I know, but but what people have got to understand is it's always been this way. It's only because we broadcast so, live now. So, so, so just because it's always been, it, we've always but, had wait. slavery. So why stop it now? Well, what you've got to think of, right? We have fired. shots fired. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Stu. <laughs> oh, Stu, Stu, dead. Are you quite finished? Oh, right. Just being Take a hope with you. Oh, he's offended. He's offended. He right, is here offended. We go. Poor, little innocent stew. Let him talk. Anyway. Let him talk. <coughs> Excuse me. Hold on. No, no, he's just stopping. I know. My voice is all weird. Um, yes. Oh, God, I can't. Oh, is it because happened? you're crying? I don't know. I sound all weird. <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, God. I can't speak properly anymore. <laughs> That's weird. Oh, I've gone all weird. What's anyway, yes. oh, it's, it's gone all right. I'm back to I'm back to normal now. Back to it's normal. It's like you went Skypey in real life. <laughs> it was, it was. I did go Skypey in real life. I don't know what was going on there. Um, the yeah. So yeah, what you've got to understand that is crap. We have about twenty to thirty people that listen live. We have a lot more than that that listen on the recorded one. Who know what night it's it comes out no, on. I've had people from the who listen to the recorded one say, "Why doesn't it come out earlier?" What difference does he make? Anything? What because some people want it at the start the of the week. Old. Do you know it what? You get it when they get it. Some you get it when they get it. Hear that, listeners? That's, that's how much we think about you. You get it when they get it. No, what you've got to understand is, we should just do it live and like not make a recording of it. Right. What you've got to understand is, right? I work. I work from five in the morning till five in the evening on a normal working day. Some weeks I work Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday on those times. He works hard for the money. So the first time I get a chance to actually do anything with the show is sometimes only Thursday because I've worked for the previous three days for 12 hours a day. And I'll be honest with you, when I get home at night, the last thing I'm thinking about is when I'm going to start fiddling with the podcast or not. So I can put it up. Now you should edit so that. So like I played just the part that I wanted to play. So what I would say is, suck it up, people, because yeah. that's just the or way. just suck it. So what really? you're saying, Stu, is tough shit. Tough shit, pretty much. That's pretty, pretty much, much it. Fair enough. Fair enough. Oh, yeah. We oh, yeah. That's a good 
You should have oh, just. Wait, wait. I got the sound clip for that. All the kids in Springfield are SOBs. By the way, by the way. Did I mention it was totally free? Did I mention that? It is free. It is free. You get what you pay for. Until next week. You freaking get what you pay for. It's free. Until next week. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, and the other person I'm going to shout out, and it, it's kind of a, a bit of a premature shout out, right? Because it could all go tits up. Uh, so it's a premature shout out uh, to Seth McNitt from the Boss Wave podcast. Boss, wait, 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 wait. Because I'll be honest, right? I've been umming and ahhing. I've been doing a lot of umming and ahhing about getting dying light. I've been thinking about it and I'm like, oh, I don't know what to do. And then on um amazon this week it had dropped to 37 quid which is the cheapest it's been since release so i was like and it, and he's been bigging it up man he's been saying it's the best game ever this generation so far and all this and the other right and mm-hmm. I, you know i'm worried because he loves assassin's creed and all that shit oh, and I'm like not seth. That seth is a good guy he's a very good looking guy he's got a good voice yeah he's he has, a yeah. His opinion i have value his opinion but he i don't i don't Fuck agree shit. with him very often no, I don't. So I am a bit worried. I'm slightly worried. I'm slightly worried. Uh, I've got it on the PS4, so that's what I've got it on. Um, so yeah, so it's it's coming. I thought I'd get the disc version because I'll be honest. I'll be honest. Why? Because if I don't like it much, they're, they're still giving 32 quid cash at CEX for it. So I'll only lose a fiver. Uh, it's still worth a lot of cash. So I was like, rather than buy it digitally, I'll buy it in buy it like that, and I can always trade it in later at a later date. Uh, but he's but he said he, he even compared it to Half Life, right? Which is a bit it's a bit much, I've yeah, got to say. A bit much, I don't know about that. It's a bit much, but I'm gonna give it a go. I'm gonna give it a go. Uh, so we'll, I'll let you know next week. It should be coming sometime this week, so I'll let you know. And Life is Strange episode two's out this week, so I'm kind of excited for that as well. Yeah. Um, and then uh, then just general shout outs to uh, to everybody who's listening live as always. You know, all those people who who take time out of the Sunday evenings. You know. Uh, I thought we might get a few more in because Top Gear's offline now, you know, because of the fracar. Because of the fracar car. Um, but yeah, it's good stuff. So yeah. thank you, everybody. Uh, and I think that's kind of it for me, unless you can think of anything else that we need to do like before we show? go. I think that's kind of it for the show and everything. It's hard to say goodbye. I know. I know. It is like that. It is like that. So there you go. I think we're done. Sweet. I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's not. Maybe this. How do I say There is another site you should check out, which is called VGHub.net. And on there, you find a bunch of links to other video game podcasts, similar in vein to ours, but different in the way they're uh, delivered. Some have all kinds of sound effects. Some talk about RPGs. Some might say that. No no one says that. And of course, you have links to, you know, great forums. You don't have any other friends. So check it out. Whoops, I cut it off. I thought it was in a different tab.
brilliant. I, um, I really do feel <laughs> so sorry for people that... Remember that review that we had where this says, "Give it a second listen." You know, it, like, <laughs> like yeah. the, the people that are like, they listen to it the first time. They go, "What is this? Just absolute orgy of sound that's going into my ears." Oh man, that's what was it on um, Public Enemy? A uh, uh, what one critic called a wall of sound. Yeah, that's me, man. I grew up with the Bomb Squad, dude. What do you want? Rebel Base. Come on. There you go. I you mean, interesting, that, Duke, but I don't know what they mean. Well, I'll play it <laughs> yeah. for you then. Just give me a second. Well, I was just going to say the last the last review we got in America on the iTunes said uh, when I first listened, I thought this is too chaotic. <laughs> that was the first line of the review. So there you go. That's us chaotic. Yeah. That's us, you know. There's plenty of podcasts where they're all a bit okay. And, um, yeah, really. And, uh, and to be uh, fair, actually, John, here's the what thing. have you been playing, John? Right. Here's the thing. I actually want people to be able to listen at a normal volume. Psych! Public enemy! When I was first listening to this song, it was probably like two years. I love this song. I listen to it all the time. It was only after two years riding in the car with my friends that a friend of mine pointed out that they have the sound clip from the Star Wars movie where he goes, Rebel Bass. I had never noticed that before. I was like, oh my god, you're right! How cool is that? There you go. Public oh, enemy. Cool. You're welcome. You Dino, big... I hope Dino listens because he's a Were you big enemy fan. Big fan of Public Enemy, Chini? Uh, no. No, not me either, really, to be honest. I was I was more Did... a Wu-Tang Clan fan. Ah, a bit of Wu-Tang. Because my brother yeah. wasn't to Wu-Tang, you see, so that's why I listened. So you had to be by default because your brother liked them. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of how it works, and, isn't it? And uh, uh, Rage Against the Machine, I liked when I was younger, and uh, Ned's Atomic Dustbin, because they were a quite good band. Ned's Atomic Dustbin, wow, now you're going back. Well, they're yeah, from Wolverhampton. Ned's Atomic uh, Dustbin. See. see, I remember them, and the Wonder Stuff were out around the same time as Ned's Atomic Dustbin. Uh, and stuff yeah. like that. Size of a cow. You're not kidding, that was very sweary. That's in the original version of that song, actually. The RZA included that. Jesus Christ almighty. Uh, by the way, Jay uh, bought a VG t-shirt this week. Oh, sweet. I was wondering who bought that. Because I get the notice, like, hey, so-and-so is... Someone's bought your shirt, but they don't tell us who. Someone. Yeah, well, it's, yeah, it's Jay. Jay, Jay. I'm not saying Step Jay. Did you know it's, it's Jay? Jay bought the T-shirt. Is this map hardcore? Is that Watto? I think I have a hardcore map because I'm trying to target people and they're not showing up targeted. Jesus Christ! Are you still playing Battlefield Hardline? Yep. Are you playing it the whole show? You really? No, I was not playing it the whole show. I was playing Battlefield Four for some other show. Yeah, he's <laughs> which doesn't have hardline yet. <laughs> I think that explains why he went Skype a bit while have, it was uh, Echo, Echo Rich doesn't have the the hardline. He's not stupid like me. He didn't want to rush out and get it day one like a noob. Do you know, Duke says that like it's something he does all the time, but it's like <laughs> the first game he's bought new in like five years. I know. You can splurge once in a while. Uh, why not? Why not? There you go. He just he just splurged his mini. Dude, what, what games did you talk about today? You, you was like <laughs> I don't remember. 
Uh, Skyrim. Don't, don't do Dota Skyrim. Still. Yeah, it's still in show notes. Okay, let me have a look. What else? What else did you play? What else did you play? Uh, yeah, that was it. Hardline and Shadow of Mordor. Shadow yeah. of Mordor as well. Oh yeah, played a bit. Played a bit of that. I'm excited for the meetup, by the way. I think it's going to be a good, fun day. We'll have some I, 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 I dropped myself in it. I said, oh, yeah, meet up today um, on the 25th Torrance. That's my granddad's birthday. He's 90. I told yeah. you about oh, it. Oh, dear. Oh, like, dear. This is a hardcore match. She was, like, she was, okay. She was okay with it. She was like, don't worry about it. It's not, it's not a big deal. He's not your granddad, is he, at the end of the day? <laughs> no, but like... <laughs> I'll just say that. <laughs> He should have gone. But, um, He's not my granddad. What do I care? Well, I'll, I'll probably still make it because I'll I'll probably leave. Well, even if I left about eight, you know what I mean. The party's going to go on till like past midnight. Silly o'clock in so, the morning. Yeah, so even it's if I'll like, get back, it's not like I get pissed, is he? It's not like you'd be bothered about getting drunk or anything. Yeah, and he'll be drunk anyway. He's ninety. Like, well, you know, he probably just get wrecked. Oh. Um, did you say get wrecked or erect? Well, I'm sure, 90, he you know, I'm sure he struggles with one of them. I'll let you decide which one. It's like the <laughs> Porter in Macbeth. A uh, drink is you, makes you stand to and not stand to. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Um, yeah, it'll be fine. It'll be fine, man. Don't worry about it. I'm sure it'll be fine. It'll be fine. If, he, if he's got a bit of dementia, he probably wouldn't even have known you were there anyway. He hasn't got dementia. Well, he might have. I don't know. He's 90 years old. No, oh, he's fine. Okay, I'm just saying. Just saying. You're always just saying. I know, I know. Um, so yeah. Rob said he's, he's had 90 birthdays. He can't be that upset if I miss, just miss one of them. There you go. Rubble, Rob, what do you have other than uh, Hammer Watch and Left 4 Dead 2? What do you, what do you want to play? Anyway, I'm going to stop the recording now because people are still listening to this rambling crap. So, uh, too. I can, you're not the only one who can stop a recording. I'm going to put mine out on the uh, didactic syncast stream and people can hear it a week ahead of time. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. That is kind I'm of funny. I'm actually not going to do that. People. Don't get your hopes up. That would be hilarious if you did that. That would be hilarious. Just do that it one week. Sneak. Just do it one week, Duke. <laughs> oh, you're not still good because we'd, we'd have like more listeners maybe. Who knows? Well, Who I'd knows? get more listeners on my didactic syncast but you get you get all your intellectual people that listen group. oh yeah all the intellectual <laughs> people what is this this has nothing to do with current affairs and stock markets <laughs> I like how they're like Oxford professors listening to my stupid podcast <laughs> killer robots you know <laughs> yeah where's the killer robots I was waiting for those I and happen they never... to like both killer robots and hip hop <laughs> where the fuck is the killer robots uh, and hip hop yeah what's happening Where's that hippity hop that I like so much? Yes, yes. I like Rizza. I like Jizza. Where are they? <laughs> right, at that point, I am going to stop this. So, good night, everybody. Wow, it's taken forever good day. to save this podcast thing. Or good morning, or whatever. Bye-bye. Fire! Shots fired!